This is not insecure. Oh man, I'm not. I'm leaving that in. Anyway, the new edition edition. I'm your host, Devin, and with me as always, the superstar, Jamel. What's up, homie? How are you doing, young Devin? I don't know right now. You just gave me a lecture. And... You really needed it. <laughs> you really needed it. I have of all the lectures that I have given you. I hope you take this one the most to heart. Uh, exactly. Right. You had some help in your uh, small lecture that you gave me, and well, it is you from know the doc. Oh, go ahead. You know the dark skin connoisseur. Oh, is this person dark skin? You know I don't see color, Jamel. You know what I'm saying? That's After a problem. That talk- also. That's the problem also, but oh that's cool. God. Juwan is also here with us, people. What's up, homie? What up? What up? With us? What happened? I think he's just shaking his head at you. Okay, I was about to say, what is <laughs> happening? Like, what is happening? Uh, yeah, I missed y'all, man. We it, missed it, you more. I'm just, let's, let's take right, it right. Look how you want to act. Right. right. I mean, well, he, <laughs> he is dark-skinned. Is it because he's dark-skinned? Yes, it is. You a black I'm, ass I'm nigga j- too, man. I'm joking. I'm, I'm, I am joking because no, like, you're like, not. Like I just said, I am a changed man. Okay, are you really? Yes, I don't see how. Or, huh? How are you a changed person? Why are you asking me these trick questions? See, like I was just asking the question. Uh, because I respect all shades of every race equally. If you happen to prefer one, I don't care about that. But don't bash another one to show your preference. I don't. I don't have any preferences. You can have a preference. I might, you know what my pre- preference is? Women. Because, <laughs> I res- because I respect them, and I am a feminist. How hard is it for you to lie like that? Is it's it? Does it come easy? easy? I was gonna say it's very easy, but I'm not lying. Yeah, I'm not are. lying. Juwan knows I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a straight up guy. Am I right, Juwan? Help me out here. Nigga, I don't know. I mean, there's only two feminists on the podcast. Oh, my God, man. You're just supposed to co-side everything I say and say yes. So what are we here to talk about? We're here to talk about New Edition Part 2. Yes, we are. Yes, we Uh, are. The second night of the BET miniseries Part 1. If you haven't heard it, I don't know what you're doing. Pause this. (laughs) Go back and listen to that. Mm-hmm. See how fire it was between me and the big homie Jamel? Because yep. Jawan was uh, on his dark skin shit and didn't have time for us then. So, look, the point is, you should have been here when we needed you, and we had to go solo without you. But it's glad Love that you brought paid. your home, your home, your ass home last night. <laughs> yeah, but you I'm probably here now. don't know that reference. It's like, actually, wait a minute, hold on, Devin. Have you ever seen Boomerang? No, Jesus, you black motherfucker. <laughs> I know what it is. It's that movie with all, with all the actors in it. With all the actors in it, isn't that like every movie? It's got like Martin and Eddie Murphy in it, right? So you know the movie, you just never seen it. I've seen parts of it. There's a part where they're in a gym before, right? You are a whole casual. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Juwan, since you didn't join us, uh, give us your thoughts on part one as a whole. What did you think about it? You know what? I, I really liked it. Um, I was As I was like coming home and listening to uh, you and Jamel's conversation, it reminded me of a lot of things. See, my relationship with New Edition kind of happened later on in the um, Can You Stand the Rain uh, mm-hmm. era of their, of their career. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was more so into um, BBD, Boys to Men, ABC. Mm-hmm. I'm sure 
when I was um listening to music with my mom or whatever, I was um heard some songs in the car, but I did not have a close relationship to New Edition back in the eighties as I did like other artists like in, in the era like the Jackson Five or mm-hmm. some of the other New Jack Swing artists that were that were um, coming out. But so it was pretty cool to learn that history and how they came up from little kids to where they ended up. Of course, I knew of Bobby Brown. I was always mm-hmm. a big fan of Bobby Brown. Um, Everybody was. On purpose? He's the king of R&B. <laughs> the ki- yeah, I'm the sorry, king Excuse R&B. me, the what? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that, like, in the early scenes, it was really well acted. Like, Little West's nigga from uh, Stranger Things did a good job. And... I really like um, seeing like the relationships to the, with the moms. I would like the Wood Harris was a real standout. So, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's a, he's like really the biggest standout character. So I thought it was like really cool just to see just to see them coming up and to see you know the history behind those early songs and and uh, how they got to be how they got to become superstars. You mentioned Wood. Do you know the movie of him and the dry cleaners? The movie. Oh, yeah, so Yeah. Uh, I've probably seen it, but I don't know it by name. Gosh. I'm good. I'm good. Let's, you know what? Y'all keep talking. See, I'm just going to Google it. Well, I, well, I, I feel my, like I should have did that. Well, Harris, like, I know The Wire and um, mm-hmm. above, above the Rim mm. um, and some other stuff. I I feel, sure. Yeah, I feel like there's a, there's a popular yeah, movie but like I said, that, that he did with it. All right, well, that is good. Uh, so let's get into this. Uh, Jamel, what were Paid your thoughts? Full. That is it. Yeah, uh, I see that. Yeah. Jamel, give us your thoughts on part two as a whole. Listen, part two was amazing. I loved to see the breakdown of New Edition and the rise of the new New Edition. Um, I liked that they all knew Johnny Gill uh, beforehand. And right. I liked to see, you know, the... Um, the uh, uh what's the what are the words i words are hard damn it, it it was just really interesting to see just the disintegration of the group like how bobby brown actually uh, left the group you know he right. clearly got kicked out um mm-hmm. devin you finally saw that bobby brown was acting a whole ass mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and it was just interesting to see interesting to see how johnny gill kind of filled that role i also well i well i think i said this last podcast but i became a fan of new edition when johnny gill uh came aboard because i was way too young to you know know anything else um yeah i mean like candy girl and like their early stuff i was way too young or not even born when when that came out but when johnny gill came out gang you stand the rain i remember that mm-hmm. i was a wee little one but i remember that and i've always loved them um i also like to see um just the machinations of everybody like um Mike Bivens, you know, on his briefcase stuff, how uh, <laughs> Ralph Tresvant was actually feeling about certain things because he was the lead singer on most songs. I like to see how Ralph Tresvant felt about Johnny Gill, and I got a lot. I have thoughts about that. Mm, thoughts yeah, or thoughts? I have thoughts about that. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, uh, I'll save him. I'll save him. All right. Uh. But yeah, yeah, no, I I loved it. I loved everything about it. And they, I I will say that they played me though, because the very last scene 
in part two, I stood up and I was getting ready to do the dance moves. But Me they too. came to black. Mm, I, there's dance moves. Uh, would you say you enjoyed me. part two more than part one? Um, I wouldn't say that. Right okay. now, I think I'm equal. But because honestly, those kids... The little kids were great, mm-hmm. but I could relate more to part two because, damn it, Johnny Gill is everything. Oh, okay. I'm not I talking like about looks. Jerk. I'm just talking about his oh, voice. Okay. His voice I is say, glorious. I was about to say, you like that Jerry girl. <laughs> no, I didn't like it. I did not like it. No, I didn't like the Jerry. But you I like do like the, I like the actor, Luke James. I don't know who that is. The uh, dude that played Johnny Gill. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Juwan, part two versus part one. Uh thoughts on that as a whole and did you enjoy this more or it's about the same just the really, same level of enjoyment uh, it was about the same uh, part mm-hmm. I really like part two I really like like Jamel said I really like seeing the uh, group the group the group dynamics later on seeing how some of the guys related as they got to their teenage their teenage years um I really, I did really like um, the element of adding Johnny, the element of adding Johnny Gill into the group. I liked a lot of seeing a lot of what Ralph Tresvant had to go through because when I was coming up, um, I really was a fan of Ralph Tresvant and his um, one song that he had. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I sent you that I, song today, Devin. That's your homework. But uh, but yeah, I really, I I really did like seeing. How Johnny, how sorry, not how Johnny, but how Ralph related to the group and how he was really down for the team, but they kind of was kind of treating him like shit. So I kind of like seeing that, but didn't mm-hmm. like it at the same time. I liked it as a plot point, but I did not like just knowing the real story and how that probably weighed on him. In the, oh, I in have the, thoughts um, about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um. So I guess so. I think I like part two just a little more than part one because I kind of relate to it a little bit better as far as like what the being that they were uh, older at the time. So, um, but yeah, it was pretty. It was a really, it was a really good, really good episode. Uh, I, I'm I'm, be, I'm I'm on your team. I, I enjoy I enjoy like by the way, I love this entire fucking thing. Like it's it's <laughs> a it's, it's a whole new world for me. Like everything is just like oh damn. Where like okay so like everything is new to me and i love part one just want to put that out there but part two like you said i feel like i connected more with them even though like the entire time i had no fucking clue how old they actually were in the point where especially when we get into the baby talk and i'm like wait a minute he's how old now so it's kind of it kind of throws you off because you don't really know what age they are and i don't i didn't actually go to the googles to check and see the years add up but Yeah. yeah so i really really was feeling part two especially when we got deep into what's happening when they replace Bobby and his ain't shitness and everything. <laughs> so as Jamel says, I do have thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's jump right into it. We start in LA 1984 and Ralph is, you know, he's a sensitive sort of guy. Oh yes. <laughs> he's yeah. the most delicate one of the group. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Just gentle. Uh, uh-huh. There's Just nothing wrong with baby that. Baby soft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like, like there's is there is there anything wrong with being uh you know a, a no I like giant? Ralph Tresvant I love mm-hmm. right uh he's not a giant so oh I'm sorry I was thinking about were you ta- were you were being conceited again okay got it um because <laughs> <laughs> I hate it, you so much 
Yeah, no, um, no, there's absolutely nothing wrong with being sensitive. It's just that Ralph Tresvant is the epitome. He he's the epitome of 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 sensitivity. Mm-hmm. More yes. on that in episode three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he's it's weighing on him because he's like, you know what? I'm doing a lot right here. I'm 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 up out in front, but you know what? I, I care about the little people. I I want my my boys to get some shine. And he's like, you think they jealous of you, cuz? He's like, nah, I don't think that. He's like, they're jealous of you, bruh. Uh, mm-hmm. This being Gary, and I'm like, this nigga just like just wants. To, does he want them to break up? I don't know. But I got he thoughts just said, on him. I'll wait. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm glad. I'm glad because yes, we'll get into that. But mm-hmm. yeah, so he says he wants them to be able to say their name at least, so that yeah. so people know who they are. And I was like, oh, that's you that's know scary. that was in. Um, I don't know if. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember if it was in there. I watched it today, but I I, I had to uh, skip through it. They did say their names in one of the songs. Oh, okay. Cool it now. Cool it now. Look at you. Mm-hmm. I am proud of you, Devin. I'm, I'm out here. To break, I'm going to try not to break out a song. Uh, well, I, I, I mean, know I'm going to do it by I, the I'm time about to say, to Jamel does it shit. every podcast. Not even when we're talking about music. I have musical Tourette's. Right, right. Yes. I'm okay with it. If you want to hear more of uh, Jamel's musical Tourette's, check out our uh, Music Ate My Brain episode where we cover the Confessions album. It was You lit. are an excellent plugger. I know, right? right? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, uh, so, yeah. So, we go outside, outside the studio, and I just lost my notes. Okay. So, uh, they're all just getting in the limo, and, you know, boys will be boys. Niggas gonna nig, as mm-hmm. M would say. And uh, they they're, they're rabbing him and not letting him get in the car, and Mike has had it up to here with Bobby. He is over so, it, right? This nigga hauls off. Well, first off, he gets ran over, which right that sucks. I've been ran over before. Have any of you guys been run over before? I have. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? How were you ran over, Juan? Uh, same as Mike. I got my foot ran over. Oh my god! Oh, oh really? Oh, yeah. You know what? What were you but- doing? I was uh, I was like trying I was trying to um I was telling you were actually doing manual labor. Well yeah, I was doing manual labor and I was trying to fix a I was trying to mm. fix a car and I had mm. and like my foot was like behind the wheel and I was trying to like do something on the roof of the car and and then it backed up. But you know it wasn't that it wasn't that bad. So you know, I recovered mm. pretty quickly. You must have had That's actually funny. Uh, yeah, my uh, my best friend ran he backed over me like my leg in a sunfire before and I just had, I just was clumsy and tripped and he didn't know I was back there and he, the whole car went over my foot or my leg and it, and nothing happened. It was just normal. It was, I was very lucky. Okay. So that's why he was able to hobble off instead of like be incapacitated. Yeah. Well, this, I guess it's, it's good it to have a car, but it's when it happened to me, I just kind of like, it just hurt for like a second and I just like hopped up and down. Like I stood up my toe and it was, I was fine. That's exactly yeah. what Mike did. Okay. It's good to have some, um, yeah. Ref- I was just more shocked. I was like, you you just ran over me in a car. I, I was Knowing yeah. you, I'm surprised your sensitive ass wasn't like howling <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> You didn't let me. I I was uh, <laughs> screaming emotionally. I, I didn't want to say that because because you, you might. But I wasn't hurt. That was I was just more like, oh my god, you ran over me. Like you need a man with sensitivity. Yes, <laughs> I hate you so much. And I never so, said it was a bad thing. Oh uh, whatever. 
Uh, it sounds like it's a bad thing. So Bobby, uh, or I'm sorry, Mike spits on Bobby uh, when they laugh at him. Uh, oh, yeah. nigga. Yeah, that was, that was, yeah, nah, bruh. That no. was too realistic for my taste. Nah, bruh. Are you saying that you needed fake spit? I'm uh, just nah, saying. that needed to have been CGI. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm just saying, the actor Bobby looked mad, for real. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, look, it looked it, the actor Bobby did look like that he was not expecting that shit and hopped out that truck and started beating his ass for real. Now either he's a really good actor or Hakeem came out. <laughs> <laughs> Hakeem came out. <laughs> oh yeah, that nigga did spit on somebody on Empire. I forgot. I'm oh just saying, God. Hakeem from Empire say? is the worst. So, I mean, you know, maybe he kind of channeled a little bit of his Hakeem character to spit on him. But either way, I'm a, I am have thoughts on him later. I'll talk about it later. But, yeah, uh, nah, bruh. We would not be cool after you spit on me? Nah. Yeah, I, could, I don't. There's not much stuff you could do to really piss me off. But if you spit on me in that way. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nah. I, I have I'm, to kill you. Right, right. You tied my hands. But I mean, we all know that yeah. it's your fault. Way. It's your right, fault. Right, 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 right. Juwan, we know what was the appropriate way to be spit on. Am I right? Talk about it. Right, right. Take notes, Jermaine. Uh, <laughs> I ain't got to take notes on shit. Uh, hey, hey, my nigga. I see you, fam. I see you. All right. Uh, but uh, I want brings say the brown water. You know, you're not supposed <laughs> to quit, though. But anyways, what are you saying? I didn't. I didn't even hear what you said. But I uh, hear yeah, the playback. So- Okay, so, so, so Bobby uh, jumps out the roof and he gets on him and the boys have to be uh, put apart and they send uh, Mike in a room and the, what's the, do y'all, did y'all catch this one's name? I don't know his name, but he's like, it looks like you, you're done for the group, bro. And I'm like, who put him in charge? Oh, like, how uh, is he just making this unilateral decision? Was uh-huh. it Jay? Was his name Jay? I don't know, some nigga. Was it Tisha Campbell's husband? No, 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 no. It, it uh, wasn't the secu- him. They, they're supposed to be like their bodyguard. One of their bodyguards. Oh, right. yeah, no, nah, I don't know that nigga name. Right, and, and they're like, he's Sorry, like, listeners. yeah, you're, it looks like you're out of the group. And, I, and, and Mike took that, like, surprisingly well. Did y'all it's notice? Like, Wait he was a like, minute. Well, Boys just fight. What's wrong? Yeah. Well, see, my thing about that scene, they were trying to say, well, he was going to, you're going to kill him, or he's going to kill him. And, like, well, he was just, like, tugging at him. And so I could not understand what besides the spinning obviously but i cannot understand what was so out of line that they now could... because i'm a pro- i'm a professional right and so i did outside research and apparently mm-hmm. there was uh a knife or scissors involved so oh. it really but they cut that out like oh. it was it, like he literally almost killed him okay well that would have been Wait, interesting bobby to almost see. Killed him? mike almost killed bobby Oh Which, yeah, it was well, like well, like, they should have killed. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Was that that scene was much worse in reality than they've actually put on BT. So okay, so wait a minute. Mike spit on him, and mm-hmm. then Bobby started whooping his ass, and Mike like pulled a knife out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how it went. Out. Wow. Okay. Yeah, like it was. It got. It was like really bad. Wow. Because Look at yeah, you doing homework. Right. Apparently, like so, they put him in this room for two weeks. Oh really? Like he was in that hotel, like apart from there for two weeks, just by himself. Who Mike? Yes. Damn. When th- that hotel room where he's like, yeah, yeah, I think you're out of the group. 
Like, all that did happen, but he was there for two weeks. Okay. Oh, damn. And that's the thing, like, with this, you don't really know how much time is passing. But, yeah, it was like, it seemed like it was like they took a vote and it was the next day. But, yeah. So I would have loved to have seen that scene. Yeah, yeah I bet you they filmed it. I bet you they filmed it, but they probably didn't keep it in. Mm. You know what? And so, oh, go ahead. It's funny you say it, Jamel, because if they did film it and kept it in, did not put it in, this is probably going to boost, like, DVD sales. Or maybe they were oh, trying to yeah. You know, probably like say, see the stuff that we did not show you in the uncut version or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uncut? Did you say uncut? BET yes. uncut. Because we are talking. Are you mm-hmm. old? Are you old enough to remember BET uncut? Yeah, uh, I'm not a, Ooh, like I'm yeah. a, like I'm two years younger than you. Like I'm not a jit. Like like a. I like mean, that. I know, but you know, it's just one of those things where you don't know ninety percent of the things that we reference. So, Debbie, hey Debbie, you know that Black Jesus? I don't know what that means. Exactly. See, this nigga ain't real. What? What? Ain't real. Well, I don't know what that means. But yeah, so but yeah, my first question is: Did did you think the the chaperone guy overstepped by selling him that you might be out of the group? Because I was like, bro, that ain't even your place. I I do agree with you that that wasn't his place, but I I didn't even really pay it that much of attention. That much attention. Okay. All it right, may, so go ahead. It may not have been his place, but I don't know if he was trying to maybe. You can you can take it as it maybe it's not his place, or maybe he was trying to tell him in in the context. Maybe he was trying to tell him like. Hey, you, prepare, you, really, you, you prepare yourself. You really fucked up. Maybe you can do something. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you complete the case just to kind of just kind of give them a heads up. Mm-hmm. I, I like I that. that. Yeah. So we go to a group vote, and who stands up for him? That nigga Bobby. Bobby. Right, right, <laughs> this right. This is his only shining moment in the entire <laughs> new edition storyline. And Juwan, now did this come as a surprise to you? What did you think about when you saw him standing up for me? What What was your initial thought? When you're like, damn, Bobby stood up for her? Bro? Like, what was your thought? You know what? I, I actually liked it because mm-hmm. it, I like to see situations where people over, get over their differences and come together. So I liked that it was Bobby that, you know, hey, he did this to me. I'm the one. I'm the aggrieved party. But you know what? This is like we came up together. This is my homeboy. This is my brother. You know, fuck all that bullshit. You know, we got this. We got a bigger picture to look out for. Yeah, Carrie's like he almost killed you. He's like, am I dead? I'm still here. I was like, nigga, that's what I'm talking Gary. about. Yeah. Right, right, right. And so yeah, so Jamel, you're Team Bobby in this moment. I take it. I am Team Bobby in this moment. Um, I, I okay. See, I and y'all, we've talked about this a lot on Insecure and like other TV shows about how like guys interact with each other. Granted, spinning is a completely different thing. Like it's extremely hard to come back from that. But like, I just kind of chalked it up to like like homies fighting then getting over it like the next day. Right. You know, mm. like, even though the spitting thing, I, I, I don't know. That's a little, that's, that's one, that's a bridge a bit too far for me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real with you. Uh, a lot of niggas say that, that they can fight. I swear to God, if you swing on me, we not friends no more. Okay. You, 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 you gonna harm this property right here? I'm pointing <laughs> to my face. If you harm this, we are done. Have you ever taken a punch? Mm, good question. I mean, I was in karate, so yes. No, I'm talking about a street fight. It, uh, like no. Fight, fight. Have you ever been no. in a fight? Uh, does the girls count? No. 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 So delicate. What? What, what do I need the to fight Charmin. over? Charmin. 
Charmin snuggles, <laughs> snuggles, Look, my, just fabric, my, my, fabric softeners. My mother told me to be nonviolent, nonviolent. No, don't nobody do nothing nonviolent. I'm not going to disagree cheek. with your mom, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. apparently you've been in fights with women. So what's that about? Well, uh, well they fought me. Oh, you didn't fight I, back. Right. I got kicked in the face one time by this chick. Damn. Yeah. Ooh. On the bus. You must've been acting up. <laughs> You know what she was? What she was a light-skinned young... I don't even remember. I just remember getting her sketcher coming to my face like this. And I was like, ow! You probably said something crazy like black women ain't shit. Uh, you're not wrong, probably. Probably. Yeah, I, yeah. like, I, I would have said that. You would not have? No, I would have. Uh- exactly. That's why you deserve every piece of sketchers that hit your face! <laughs> You don't, but you don't know what I said. I don't remember. What you I said, said that that was probably what you said. I said it's possible. I'm just saying. But. Nah, well then, you know what? Give me that homegirl's number. I'm a uh, and her address. I would like to send her an I edible arrangement. What? <laughs> Wait, whose friends are it. you? I thought uh, we were friends. Well, if you out here saying black women ain't shit, then I'm her friend. Look, I just say that white women are better than y'all. Nigga, you don't shut the fuck up. That was a joke. It was a joke. That wasn't a joke, Devin. <laughs> it was a joke. No, it wasn't. It was a joke. Okay, where that are we? That was at? not okay. a joke. Oh my god, it was a joke. <laughs> that wasn't a joke. This is our last. Uh, the dream team is over, y'all. What? We breaking we... up like a uh, like new edition. Oh no! But no, we got a title match coming up. We we gonna win the tag team titles. You and I. Uh, I don't know what to do after that. I was joking. No, you weren't. Anyway, I... so yeah, they make up. <laughs> right, so they let it be at all. Slap hands, everybody. Slap hands. Uh, let's go to dancing, and they are joined by a fierce. Hold on. Oh, my God. That's me snapping. Uh, cho- choreographer, he tells them all the latest moves are over in Europe, and they got to do that. And they're like, who got to do that? Because I'm damn sure not doing the twerking that you're telling me to do. Yeah, they were tr- <laughs> he was trying to get them to like do a whole bunch of like gyrations and body rolls and stuff mm-hmm. they're all no <laughs> no and the car was like don't make me read you <laughs> and so uh they're like nah bro and so uh gary calls in brooke our nigga brooke is bike yep and he's like uh before i let you introduce you to the kids just know that you're a nigger <laughs> <laughs> to shuck and jive oh. that's it right and he's like i i got it you're and only so here for dancing like, right right oh, and so he God. lets them introduce the boys and they are happy they're like hey we missed you he's like i missed you guys so what is, what did y'all think of this who can, which one of you are ready to talk okay 
Oh, shit. Okay. Sorry, something. Yeah. So, first of all, first first of all, in you got to think of the con the real life context that this is motherfucking Michael fucking fuckboy Rappaport. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why do people hate him? He's horrible. Cuz has got a gun. Not he he said some shit. He said some shit on Twitter. He came at me on Twitter, by the way. Ooh, but, oh, that's, that, but um, did he tell you to stay out his mentions? I had to jump at his mentions over some bullshit, and he wanted to come back with some on some Richard Pryor shit. But that's that's irrelevant. Anyway, okay. this just know that this know that he Michael Rappaport is a fuck boy. Okay, mm. so okay. so anyway, no. um, just so in context, just think about this: is Michael Rappaport delivering these lines and and. That he's been like you said, he's telling him that like, hey, your black ass is only here because I called you, so you're not managing. You're just here for the da- you're just here for the dancing, and, and I'm glad that um, that Brooke shut that shit down. Like, hey, you got these black boys out the hood, you don't know what to do with them, so you know I gotta come here and and I'll take over. I gotta come here and represent because they're not gonna listen to you, mm-hmm. you know. So sit your white ass over in the corner and let me go over here and handle business, you punk mm-hmm. ass motherfucker. So that's why. So that's what I like. I'm oh, sorry, that was probably I, I me just talking shit about Rock and Rapport again. I, I was about to say, wait, did, did the lines get blurred a bit, but I feel you, bro. Jamel, hit us with your thoughts on this scene. Are you are, are you okay? Jamel is broken. She is broken. I've no, never seen this. It was I've just never because seen. that was probably the most accurate thing. I'm sorry. This is unprofessional. Oh, yeah, no. Everything that both of y'all said was so true, and I'm so glad at huh, Avon Barksdale clapped back and was just like, "Yeah, you got these white, you got these black boys out the hood, and now you don't know what to do with them, so you need my black ass to come in and shuck and jive for them." So yeah, okay, you can go ahead on and manage them for now. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, but Michael Rapp, I'm sorry, not uh, what's his name, Gary. Mm-hmm. Gary showed his entire ass this whole episode and it was horrible. Oh God. <clears throat> like just so you know <laughs> I can't say it because I'm gonna start laughing at you. Dog, that was so funny. Devin, that was the funniest <laughs> shit you ever said. Oh my god. I've never laughed at the N-word this much. Oh I never oh, thought I could laugh at the N-word this much, but I guess because you're black you so you and you can say it. Um uh-huh. Oh god! Oh, shit. Edit that out. Oh god! <laughs> no, no, leave that oh. shit in. That's fucking hilarious. Oh god! Oh man! So, so yeah, now Gary the fuck boy, and I'm glad that Avon Barksdale put him in his place. Right. Uh, so we go to cool it now tour, and Brooke gets him in uh, perf- uh, ready for performing, and we go to a Game of Thrones type field. We got uh, castles okay. and dragons and whatnot, lasers. Mm-hmm. And Gary's like, guys, 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 this costs money. And they're like, it's okay. No, He's like, no, it's not. And Ralph's like, can I holler at you for a second, playboy? He's like, sure, I love you. He says, make it okay, Gary. He's like, okay. Anything and so, for Ralph. How am I supposed to disappoint my Ralphie Ralphington, who I right. secretly want to make sweet and tender uh, interracial love with? Like, what the hell is <laughs> up with him? And Ralph, he called him Ralphie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I missed that Ralphie part. Oh, he called him Ralphie a couple times. I, I, mm-hmm. More thoughts on that later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He wanted to know if his balls were warm. 
you know, and he was ready to cut them if they were mm-hmm. if they were cold. That's 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 important. Uh, so uh, <laughs> they, they get that. Bobby's like, "Fuck this shit." Mm-hmm. He says, "I got some Nutsy waiting on me." Mm-hmm. He got it lined up, and he's out here mm-hmm. DWBing. Uh, well, and, and probably DWI. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it was probably a case of both of it. Okay, okay, okay. Right. Well, he's pulled over, and the girl on the sides. Uh oh, go ahead. Back up, because you got here in your notes about Gary talking about um, this rap shit as a trend. Oh, oh yeah. shit, I missed that. Yes, yes, yes. He said, so, let's see what, uh, yeah, what did he say? Is it just like, let's see like, what, uh, will people will he, still, will people be still be listening to rap music in the next 20 years? You spoiler know, spoiler alert. And, and, yep. That's it. And that's, now, I guess that line was written for, was that line was in the script, but like I said, again, it was just funny mm-hmm. coming from Michael Rapport again. And, and it's just kind of like that dismissive. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna say it's like a white thing, but it's just kind of like that dismissive. But it's like a white thing, you know, Jace. It was just kind of like this mm-hmm. that dismissiveness of people, of older people, just dismissing rap music as a legit art form. And it kind of, and that kind of just, you know, it kind of pissed me off a little bit. But yeah, you know, that was clearly in there for you to be like, ah, he's an idiot. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? That's yeah. So you're right. I agree. Uh, yeah, so uh, Bobby's out here uh, probably driving illegally and DWB, but his side chick is like, hey, you know who he is? And the cop was like, the, the, shush! <laughs> he really was. He was mad about that. And, and the cop says, he's a nigga without papers. Yep. That's what he is. And Your clink, clink. ER is probably what you meant to say. Right, you right, don't, right. Don't say it again because I need to. I'm get- sorry. <laughs> You know, you know what that kind of reminded me of when I saw that scene. Do y'all remember that? Um, do y'all remember that video of of the Destiny's Child video when Kelly Rowland was like, uh, "I'm the second lead vocalist of the group Destiny's Child." I've seen that. Yes. <laughs> so it just yes. kind of like when she was like, "This is the lead singer, Bobby Brown." That was. Kind of, it just made me remind, remind me of that. Uh-huh. that Destiny's Child. Because you know that's what he'd been telling her. Like, well, you know, I'm the lead singer, of New Edition, girl. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm really the the head of the group, girl. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. The sad part, oh uh, yeah, yeah. That, I guess that does happen uh, fairly regularly. But yeah, um, he was again. I don't know how old he is, but I, I'm assuming he's like 15 at this point. <clears throat> uh, no. This what year was this again? This is, well, we started '84. He was 18. Well, we know he's not eighteen okay. yet because he's seventeen later in the uh, in the story. Okay, well then he's probably seventeen because I, I looked it up and he was born in I think sixty six. Okay, I don't know math. What is that? He would be eighteen. No, oh, damn. Or seventeen. Okay. okay. He's Maybe a teenager. All Let's just put year, it like right. that. He's a teenager. All right. Okay. So uh, he says okay. So he gets his papers. Uh, we find out when Gary bails him out mm-hmm. that it was a Corvette he was driving. He had six stacks in there. Mm-hmm. And he is not a fan of condoms because old girl is pregnant. His pullout game is weak as fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mm-hmm. you got a girl pregnant? It's time for you to have a smushmortion. And he says, <laughs> I'm not doing that. And walks out. Now... There was a look between the two of them. I didn't get what they were trying to tell us. Did y'all get that? Where, like, Bobby has, like, this blank look on his face, and it seems like 
Gary is scared for a little bit, but he's like, all right, you're right. Everything will be okay. Were, were they trying to tell us that he was crazy? What did you think about that, Juwan? Did you notice that? I don't think I noticed it, but he probably would. You're probably right about that because mm-hmm. being Bobby, like, think about Bobby Brown as the person at this at this point. He probably was a little bit afraid of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And plus, he's a talent, so he don't want to go. He doesn't want to overstep too much. Mm-hmm. You know, Jamel, did you catch that? I definitely did catch that, and I was confused a little bit, like you were. Um, but I do agree that it had to probably uh, be that uh, Gary knew. Like, I can't push this uh, this colored man too far. <laughs> right, right. right. Mm-hmm. So uh, because you know, of buckle Bobby- rise up. Because Bobby had to show his ass, uh, they had to do a anti-drug thing or something. I don't know. But they're smoking reefer in the dress room, and it's time for us to be introduced to a young Johnny Gill. Yes. My, my, my. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're hitting the J, and they're like, you want some of this? You want to get down on this? He's like, nah, I'm cool, man. He reminded me of a, a young me. I'm just joking. I was like, give me all the weed. I should edit that out. I, I mean... Don't smoke. <laughs> Smoke them if you got them. You leave it in. Right, 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 right. But Bobby, we noticed that Bobby really is a fan of Johnny. And Mm -hmm. we get that that, that same nigga that told Mike uh, that he's like, hey, uh, Gary wants to talk to you. He's like, you can say whatever you want in front of my friends and Johnny. (laughs) Because Johnny's not my friend. (laughs) Yet. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, well, your, your girl had the baby and you get to be a father. And he's like, oh. And they all look dead on the inside. I was like, should they be happy? I was confused at their reaction because they knew it was happening, right? Um, I guess. I mean, he 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 has the conversation them. in the police station about not having a smushmorshment. I know, then, but he had that conversation with Gary. He, probably, I don't know if he had that conversation. Well, he probably told them those were his boys. So <clears throat> yeah, yeah, we know because later on on the bus, we know they know each other's dirt. So, yeah. or at least I think they do. So mm-hmm. uh, anyway, um. In the scene, we learned that Johnny Gill had a, a duet album with a certain Stacy Ladishaw. Never heard Ladishaw, of him, have yes. y'all? That's, yeah. a, that's a her. Mm-hmm. It's a her. Is he good? She. Oh, my bad. She. Yeah, she's very good. Um, I, Knowing you, you wouldn't know any of these songs, but they did like a duet album. They worked together a lot. They were together, actually. Yes, yes. They were together for a good while. More on that later. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, they were both from DC. They grew up together mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, they had like a couple of hit records. Uh, right. where do we go from here? Yeah, that was one of them. I know, I know you're not going to know it, Devin. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that was like, Juan, you a fan of this, uh, the Stacey gentleman and, uh, Stop Johnny calling Gil? her that. First oh, I'm sorry. I would love her. She's he, light skinned. He think he's slick though. I know what he's trying to do. Mm. He think he's sweet, <laughs> but um, uh, but did I did I miss something? <laughs> we might have to talk about it offline. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, I've heard Stacey Lassau and um uh, and um uh, and Johnny and uh Johnny Gill singing together. I don't remember any of their of of their songs, but I knew of her as a as a as a um, person. I kind of mm-hmm. wish she would have they would have kind of show her in this um in this, but it's not about her though. So. Yeah, right, right. yeah. The, it would have been nice to see like maybe a little, um, a little short, light skinned girl just walk past and be like, "Oh, it's Stacey Lattisall, got it." 
There was a moment mm-hmm. where an artist walks by them, and I'm like, I wonder who that is, but we'll get to that later. I probably mm-hmm. didn't even actually write it down, but... Uh, yeah, so we get the hospital scene where Bobby uh, sees his son, Landon, and he comes up with a dumbass excuse of why they named him Landon. Mm-hmm. And they, they, oh, they, God. Yeah, they rib him and whatnot, <clears throat> but it shows how, how close they are. And then Gary teaches uses this as a teachable moment to say, you got this is when he says like they're like fifteen or something like that, and I'm mm-hmm. like they're fifteen. I thought they were like twenty. Well, okay, Bobby was older than the rest of them. Oh, was Bobby's he? Like two oh, years okay. older than the rest of them. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the I rest of them were that. probably okay. around sixteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah. So cut to Bobby getting blowed two ways, and it is lit <laughs> to the highest order. Talk about it. I mean. Uh, he is he is uh snorting that white horse. <laughs> mm. No, that, that white booger girl. sugar. That, that booger white sugar. girl. Mm-hmm. Huh? That white girl. Sure. That's that sounds derogatory, and I don't like I don't like you talking about my bunnies like that. So relax. <laughs> <laughs> that white girl. S- sidebar: We should uh-huh. we should have him watch a certain movie, Jamil. Hmm. I said we should have him watch a certain movie. Mm. You remember? Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh God, you would die. Oh God, Devin, we're gonna add well, that to I your would. list. I want you to live comment this too. What movie was this? We'll talk about it later. We'll talk oh, about okay. it. Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, yeah, man. Oh man, did you see the girls? Like, she's like, oh, I got a, I got a, a handful right now. He's like, what are you doing? Are those cookies? <laughs> Let me first of all, first you of all, drugs. A couple of things. Like, they were all getting ready to get on the bus, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And everybody was there and everything like that. And Gary's um, neurotic ass is like, oh my god, oh my god, where's Bobby? I can't find Bobby, can't find Bobby anywhere. Clearly he's just down the street in the parking lot. He's in the parking lot! But he's here, okay, lot. this is the thing that was just, is hilarious for me. Um, Every time I saw Bobby with a girl... I kept thinking it was going to be Whitney. You You goddamn right. That's exactly what I was... (laughs) (laughs) That is exactly what I was thinking. I forgot that he had other kids. If I see a curly wig, I'm going to die. I I don't want to see no damn brown curly wig. I will die. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had forgot that he had another child other than... um, other than Bobby Christina, R.I.P. But uh, so I forgot he had another child. And I was like, is this Whitney? Mm. Yeah. Did he ruin her life too? Huh? Mm. No, that was. No. Well, no, let, let's not talk about it. Let's, let's, okay, let's, let's move on. Let's talk about that later. <laughs> all right, all right, just, I'm sorry. Let's just respect the, the, the yeah. Whitney and her and her daughter. Oh, okay. I hope they had a nice home going. Uh, let's go I to the. I cried like a baby during Whitney's home going. Mm. Do you even know who Whitney Houston is? Yeah, she was supposed to be. Uh, I don't want to hear older Huxtable. Huh? Let's just keep moving. Cause you're no, she was supposed to be the Ola Huxable on the Cosby show, but then they gave it to the other chick that played Vanessa. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Me neither. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Devin knew something that we did not. I am mm-hmm. flabbergasted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm a fact check that, though. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, might be an alternative fact. Mm-hmm. No, that's, 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 real, that's real shit. Keep going. Um, I'm, I'm so, fact checking that right now. So... So Gary's like, this nigga's got me uh, uh, fearing my, my for my own health. We got to get this nigga up out of here like he's a tumor. 
And I, I feel like, uh, did Cersei say that or Tyrion said that on Game of Thrones? I feel like one of them said that exact same thing. But About what, the goes. tumor? You gotta cut it out. Like, it's like, uh, Kenji, you gotta cut it out. Oh, it, God, uh, yes. Is that Cersei? Or, I think it's Cersei. I want, I'm leaning towards Cersei, but I, I don't think know. it was Cersei. It doesn't sound like something Tyrion was there. Yeah, it sounds like Cersei. Right. Because she is the best. And is the perfect white woman. Mm, mm, mm. Anyway, so they're on the bus, and Ralph is like, "Bruh, you gotta chill, fam. Like, you your shit's showing." He's like, "We're all doing stuff. You just got you just getting caught." And Ricky's like, "Look, I'm getting drunk right now." (laughs) (laughs) But it's lit. But you gotta turn down when it's lit. Like, right, right, right. And then he says, "Use condoms," and I'm like, "Who does that?" Like, no one. But Ricky also said he is slanging his thing through the whole country. Yeah. And I was like, that is my nigga. Because that it? is his responsibility. Huh? I always wanted to have a child in every state. What? That was a, that was a joke. That was a joke. I, it, I, I wanted to be like Robert Baratheon and make the 50. <laughs> is that even a thing? It's make the what? seven. Yeah, I know, but I'm. Comparing it to real okay, world okay, stuff, okay, so okay, 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 there's 50 okay. states, right? Did I get that right? Yeah. Yes, you had that Let's right. Let's move on. I shouldn't be around children. Uh, anyway, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't be around women either. What? I'm a feminist, Jamel. I marched. You didn't even know what the women's march was until I told you. But the point is, I was mad online with those 53 percent. You were mad with the fifty three percent, or were you no, mad I was, uh, about, about, about the fifty? Yeah. Oh well, that's that goes against your bunnies. You do know that, right? Huh? Oh, is that is that against white women? Then hold on now. Wait, what's the fifty three fifty three percent about? Let's let's going. move on. Right. So, uh, he's my nigga. Let's go to nineteen eighty five in Boston, and we get mm. the the status report of the tour, and we got they got two number one singles off the album. The album hit number one, a sold-out tour, two mm-hmm. Coke commercials on deck, and guess how much money they got? Zero. Zero. How, how, is, how is this happening? That's uh, because Gary is, the, is a white devil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 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 Uh, so, so, they, so uh, is that Bobby's mom, right? This is Bobby's mom who made the unilateral decision to cut Brooke, yes. right? Na- so they, they, mom, name mom's mom, yeah. Name, right. name, name is ragged ass mama. Wait, wait, what's her name? My uh, boy need to be Carol out here slinging. Name in real in, oh. in, in, in in the show, but uh, we're gonna refer to her as name mom's mom because she was name mom's raggedy ass mom in the wire. Oh, and she your, was so raggedy. You get your punk ass out of that corner. You need to get right. Mm-hmm. She was always trying to get her son to uh, slang on the corners, which is why I said last episode that if um, she had it her way, all of New Edition would have been on them corners selling rock. Mm-hmm. Remember me telling you that? Mm-hmm. 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 That's what that's about. All right. Uh, so Ronnie tells uh, Gary to get his white up, white ass up out of there. And he's like, but the collard greens, they're so delicious. <laughs> and, uh, he tried it with them, though. He did. Right. He really did. He was Because like, she had said, do we look stupid or something? He's like, oh, where would I get that from? And I was like, look, like here go Michael Rappaport, breaking character. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I, I you going to say like... that in a room of black women? I'm sorry, what was that? 
You gonna say that in a room full of black women? Yeah, bro. Right. He ain't got no home training. That's why Ronnie tells him to get his ass up out of there. Yeah, you need to go. Uh, so yeah, they get it. They get nothing. He says, "Hey, it was a great year for us, though. So mm-hmm. next year will be even better." And Lala's like, "Arm, oh, excuse me." Keisha tells them, "Uh, uh, uh, uh. Lakeisha." You're right. She tells him, "I told y'all we should have never turned our back on Brooke." And uh, we, we, I asked this question. I was like, "That was foreboding, right?" Like when mm-hmm. she makes that, you guys will trust me, right? So mm-hmm. they've been touring for four mm-hmm. years now, and have yet to, they've got a dollar and eighty-seven cents that they have to split five ways. Yes, did you did the math? I don't. Well, know. okay, that's the other thing that because um, earlier in the episode they were talking about how they wanted a DJ in their concerts and they wanted. You know, like the whole Game of Thrones look looking type stuff, and mm-hmm. like the White Devil was right. Like it does cost money, so I mean, you know, it is what it is. But still, you know, he was taken out of those kids' pockets. You know, he was right. right. So that's the see, see. That's the thing. Okay, well, and I guess we can talk about it here. He says the tour is very profitable, so mm-hmm. but you got to pay for, for all of that stuff, right? But the, Ralph's main thing was saying that if it doesn't work, cancel it. Clearly, it worked because mm-hmm. it was the number one tour. Yeah. So I don't know, but you know, like you said, he's out here stealing. So, uh, well, maybe not stealing, but he, they they had they had signed a um, shady. Yeah, they signed a shady ass contract. Right. And so let's cut <clears throat> to uh, Gary actually going to Lul. Is it Lul? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you said he was tanked in reality, right? Lul is Tisha Campbell's husband, and um, Gerald and is Gerald is tank. Gerald is tank. Yes. Okay. I so, did not know that nigga was tank. Oh, and I, honey, I knew, yeah. I did not knew tank could act. Adjust. I had no idea. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> when I first right. saw, I was like, "What?" Yeah. So Gary goes like kind of decent and says, "We need to get them up out of the projects." Mm-hmm. And this is where I come. In. So, how do you feel about him? Actually, do you think he actually cares about them? Because I'm gonna no. go out and say I think he does, but he he cares about his money first. He cares about Ralphie because he has a secret love affair with Ralphie in his head. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. um, but like, he said it. He was just like, I don't want to have to keep going back out there. Like, I want them to get out of the right. project for my safety. That's a that's that was a Devin thing to do. Like. <laughs> he was considering himself first before anybody else like Don't, they have to get out of the projects because if I have to keep going over there I might get shot no matter the people that actually have to live there every day I and my delicate white skin might get shot Gary cares about them as much as he cares about how much money that he can, he can make get, off of. he can make mm-hmm. off of them, okay, and like I'm hoping he ain't gonna care about them, right? Mm-hmm. And like Jamil said, it was more or less putting himself first as far as getting them out of the projects, but then also a second it's layer on top way. of that, a second layer on top of that was this is also to shit these mamas up because yeah. he is tired of them asking about the money. So if he can maybe eke a little bit more money out of the label. To get to them, so they can get them a little a little house somewhere else. He don't have to hear their mouth anymore, at least for a little while. About hey, where's where's his money going? Because you heard that he got like a new car or something, right? 
and they called him out on it. They they mm-hmm. called him out on it, which we learn later. You know, and we'll get to it, but we'll learn a little later about what's really going on behind the scenes with the films mm-hmm. and, the, mm-hmm. and, the, and the deal they signed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, we go to uh, Ralphie backstage. He's a little, he's, uh, he's talking to his mom, Mia, and she tells him the news of Xena Warrior Princess losing the baby. So sad. And Ralph loses its. And Ronnie, being the, uh, the Ronnie that he is, is a supportive light skinned fella. And he tells him <laughs> that I am here for you. Mm-hmm. What, what did you think of this scene, Jamel? I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was brotherhood. It was wonderful friendship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Juan, you have any thoughts about that? Yeah, this was, that was a really sweet scene of brotherhood and them being there for each other. Yeah, mm-hmm, I love mm-hmm. it. It's, 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 again, you know, me doing research because, you know, I'm a professional. They, they did okay. say that uh, Roddy was like the glue that held the group together. So... I went knowing that after watching it, I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense that they have him. Yeah, it does. So, make sense. right. So let's go to them performing and uh, a song that Jamel said I should know. Are y'all ready? goes full Bobby during this whole scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, it you was You remember lit. last episode when I told you like how you were just like I'm 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 anxious to see how crazy Bobby gets cuz I haven't ever seen it. This right. was this was peak Bobby. Right, he was oh my god. Now, to be fair, okay, I'm going to defend him to a to a degree. He was performing his ass off Oh, he's an excellent performer. I will never take that away from him. Right. Like, right. he was super extra. He was super extra in being, but when <laughs> this nigga was like, ah, I'm gonna rip off my sh- shirt, ladies. See all this shit. And I'm like, girls like Get that Get down on all fours and start, like, humping in the air and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I remember seeing Pretty Ricky in concert and women love that shit. No, I was like, Pretty Ricky got it from Bobby. Bobby Brown was probably the original person to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I'm serious. Like he was probably the. Oh no, I believe you. I believe. Yeah. You. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember just sitting there, like these niggas ain't special. Like mm-hmm. half these niggas can't even sing. But uh, <laughs> but, you know. it's sad because it's true. Yeah. Right, right. But Pretty Ricky got some hits though. They do got hits. I loved Pretty Ricky. Mm-hmm, Pretty mm-hmm. Ricky with the cowling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't get that <laughs> reference. Stop. That was Martin. How dare you? No. But that's no. Martin. Martin says that. No, that he doesn't was say from that the all... Wayans brothers. Are you pretty sure? I'm pretty sure because it was the episode. I'll with, send you uh... the link. Oh, you well, well, Mar- Wait, no, that was the well, wrong Martin. One, but it is Martin. Martin does that too. Okay. Okay. To be my to be fair. Okay. Because like pretty Ricky is what they called him or some shit like that. Okay. I'm pretty sure. All right. Anyway. But I, I didn't get what you were going. Uh, so he goes, Mr. Telephone Man. So they uh, cue it up. They say, this nigga is, is too busy showboating. I'm going to cue the band. They're like, it's going to make mm-hmm. us all look bad. He's like, I don't care. Cue the band. Who and... cued the band again? Was it Mike? It was Ralph. It, it was Ralph, Ralph yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. He's having a conversation with Mike and or was it Ricky? I don't know. It, it doesn't matter who he was having a conversation with, but he says we're all like idiots. And Bobby shows his ass and says, This is the last time I performed with these niggas. And then he runs off stage. But he's peak Bobby at this point. So it's not over. Because this nigga comes back out in a wardrobe change. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry, pause. Uh-huh. You were right, Devin. Mm-hmm. It was Martin. I'm always right, Jamel. Just, 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 just. Always you were right. right. I, I thought it was the Williams brothers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I still think it was the Williams brothers. I'm gonna look that up tomorrow. So yeah, <laughs> uh, after he just quit the group, he was like, "This is the last time you gonna see me in New Edition." Five seconds <laughs> later, he comes out there in his mama's robe <laughs> and, and, and shows his ass. And you know what they do? They fight. And he, well, he takes Mike's uh, Mike, and they start fighting, and all the people are like, "Oh my god!" And yeah, mm-hmm. what did you guys think of this? Uh, Juwan, I'll start with you. What did you think of uh, Bobby going full Bobby? Because you never want to go there. Juwan, can you hear? Oh, sorry, I lost that for a minute. What was the question? I said, <laughs> "What? What? What did? What did you think about Bobby going full Bobby?" I Bobby going Bobby because I knew as soon as the buttons flew off the shirt. Oh, yeah. This nigga was about to act a damn fool and start showboating, and he did not disappoint. But that's what Bob, that's what Bobby Brown does. And I, I don't know, I guess, it, like like I said in the intro, I was always a fan of Bobby Brown and his showmanship. He was, he was he's like, he was one of the best entertainers. Oh, God, yeah. In that New Jack Swing era, and I could not be mad at that. I couldn't mm-hmm. be mad. It may not be professional. It may not be the best thing for the group, but goddamn, what that motherfucker was not up there entertaining. That, and that's my thing. So, say we're a group, right? And say I'm the Bobby Brown of, of said course. group. <laughs> right, right. And I'm out here doing my thing, you know, entertaining the ladies. You know, I'm a faithful black man, though. Just want to put that out there. Not I'm like entertaining Bobby. the ladies. Which. which would you, would you guys make a decision to go on without me, or would you let me do my thing because the the well, crowd see, likes it? Here's the thing, um, especially with like performing and entertaining and all that stuff. You have a set for right. the show, and you know how the show is supposed to go. You have a certain amount of time allotted for each song. And you can't go over or else they will shut your shit down. So they probably, yeah, you will get fined. It'll be bad. Like, cause you find out later that they didn't want to pay them for Mm -hmm. that. But like, so you can't go over. You have to finish that show when you're supposed to finish that show. And you have to, and you have to um, get everything that you had coming to you. So if you need to make an executive decision that, Hey, we need to keep moving with this thing. That's what you're just going to have to do. And that's true. You know, I think a recent modern day um, comparison, I don't know, Jamel, you may have heard about this. I don't know if they ever heard about it, but you remember that Trace Songs? Yes, yes, yes. I remember that. Like, yeah, he was just like, yeah, if, you know, they cut my mic off, I'm I'm killing everybody or something like that. He's like, I'm going crazy. My nigga Trey? Trigger Trace? Yes. (laughs) He went literal? (laughs) Don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Don't, oh don't do it. Don't do it. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll tell you. We'll later. talk about it later. You know, they say I look like Trey Songs. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> so bold face lie. 
No, uh, I've, been, I've literally been told that, but go ahead. By Stevie Wonder? Huh? <laughs> Deal with it. Deal with it, Jamel. Deal, Deal with, with it, what? Because okay. you said Stevie Wonder, he has those things with the... Gla- Never mind. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I, you know what? I am better looking at Trey songs. You're right. Uh, let's move on. Oh so, uh, uh, Gary's had it up to here with Bobby's black ass, and he says he's got to go. And he's like, we'll put it to a vote. And there's a 4 vote. Now, here's my problem. One, was this the right decision? And two, going back to earlier in the episode, I felt that the voting was off. But I don't want y'all to be influenced by my... I'm going tell you anyway. I felt this should have been a 3-1 vote if it was a vote. I felt that Mike should have at least, for solidarity purposes, not voted Bobby out of the group. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I do see so, what you're saying. And he didn't originally want to. He was just like, can we just like... Put him on, put him on ice for a minute, but like two weeks. Yeah, but Gary started screaming and shit. He's like, "Your black asses are going back broke," and I'm like, "They're already broke. <laughs> They're already. You took all their money. They have none. Right, right. That's right. your fault. How about you right. share the wealth? Oh no, you're not. So how about you? Like, you're gonna go back to the pro- you're gonna go back to the projects in Boston, and he started screaming, and they were all like, "Shut up." Mm-hmm. He's like, Shut he's probably up, selling drugs. They're like, well, he wouldn't need to if we weren't broke, like, nigga. Do you even know what he's doing? I'll tell you what he's doing. They're all looking like, we, we already know. Yeah. We did it last night. Right. We just, Blowing we, bitches is for everybody. We are just quiet niggas. about it. Uh, but like, yeah, like Gary got on my last nerve because he just started screaming and stuff. And it was like he pressured them to, to uh, make that vote. He totally None of them wanted to, to do that because they all started like, I think Ricky started crying right. when he voted him out. They didn't want mm-hmm. to do that. But they did, though. Is the, they is did. The but I mean, if you, you think about it, even though Gary is horrible and he is clearly the devil, like, he made some valid points about Bobby. Not necessarily about them being in the hood and shit like that because that was fucked up. But, um, like, Bobby was kind of a cancer for them. So you agreed that they should have voted him out. I agree that it might have been necessary at the time. Juwan, I do have voted him out. I do agree that um, that they it was necessary at the time for Bobby to to exit the group. I don't like the what the circumstances under which it happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, All yeah, right. it's like they were goaded into doing it, and I, mm-hmm. I did I I did not like that either. Like it was like Gary was forcing them to vote out. Mm-hmm. And, and and also it more so it, it more so seemed and you got to understand in the in the context of what happened was that the venue was not going to pay was yeah. not going to pay them so it was more it was him forcing them because if Bobby was to stay in the group and continue this behavior and more they're going to have more situations like that like more situ- exactly that this was going to affect his bottom line so it didn't have anything about keeping the group together or keeping cohesion within the group this is more also a money thing to Gary yeah and because Gary was just like they weren't they, like the the venues talking about not paying me I'm, uh, I mean us it's so right. Y'all. first of all I'm pretty sure like and, I don't have I don't I don't know the historical context of this, but I'm pretty sure that Vin, that Gary had some type of a contract with this venue, and maybe he maybe his white ass still got paid. But mm. I'm gonna show these little nigglets something for acting up. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't getting paid, but I'm still mm-hmm. getting with it. I'm still gonna get my money. Right. <laughs> I'm still kind of laughing at Devin. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. Keep moving. <laughs> that was just so funny earlier. Jamel's broken. Uh, we go to we we go to Ju- uh, Juan. Jesus, Bobby. I don't know why I just thought of, too many names in my head. Mm. We got Bobby, Bobby on the corner, and I used to feel so bad for him. And I, I just imagine he took that cab all the way back to Boston from Oakland. I was mm. wondering how much that cost. Uh, boy, stop. <laughs> Sir, that was that was surge pricing. Mm-hmm. Oh no, people are mad at Uber. I feel like I saw on the TL today. Mm-hmm. It's complicated. It um, is very and, complicated. Mm. That's why you don't drink. That way you never need an Uber. Well, you I get, just need an Uber because you just because you drink. You need an Uber yeah. because, like, if you live in a city, this is like when I'm in DC, I always take Uber. Yeah, because oh. I, I don't have transportation there. Or if that's you true. Don't I'm just saying, to... most people that I know that use Uber is because of they're they're drunk. I was just throwing shade at people who drink. That's really what I was doing. Because mm. mm. I get I, I get drunk off Jesus. You know, Jesus drank. Huh? Jesus drank. Jesus turned water into wine. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Is that in the scriptures? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know. I, I missed Sunday school this week. Uh. Anyway, I'm a good Christian man. Anyway, so uh, we got the mod player, Mr. Telephone Man, and Ricky's mom goes full black mama and says, don't you see me on the goddamn phone? And I love it because <laughs> that I flash so back to my childhood. Did so you your mom have has have your mom said that to you? All the goddamn time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Juana, has your funny. mom said that to you? Oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm pretty sure she has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My mom never said that to me. She never like really talked to me like that. Like it would no, be so like I if, I, if I did it. No, 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 no. That was no, I'm saying like uh like if I did it, like was trying to interrupt my mom while she was on the phone, she'd like put her hand out like don't do it. <laughs> see don't. me on this phone like she didn't have to say it she just put her hand out like the fear of god Aren't yeah and i knew i knew that that hand could eventually oh, curl its Jamil. fingers around a belt oh. so i just i, I well so that. your mom did the belt brass knucks too or is that just my mom not the brass part but just the you know, oh. she'd loop it I, i'm pretty sure i was abused as a child but that's neither here nor there. i'm not gonna talk, no what? we're not gonna no edit that out we don't need to Reveal that about your mama. Well, Jamel, aren't you the only child? Yes. Okay, I get. I guess oh, I gotta yeah. feel that um, only only ch- like single children kind of get treated spoiled. a little. Yeah, get a little bit spoiled, say? a little bit more patient. Oh, I got all the stuff, <laughs> but I still got my ass whooped. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. But I, I got all the things. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Me too. I was only, I was the only child up until I was fourteen. Okay. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, me. Me too. Me too. Well, yeah. technically, I'm still the only child because my father started a family without me. That, that, that that's probably too personal. Like, <laughs> that okay. <laughs> I love I love my other family. That sounds uh, like some Troy Max and shit. I don't know what that means. From but Fences? Sure. Yeah, you do. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> no, no, because my my actually my parents were divorced when I uh, was born. Okay. So. Yeah, it, it was he. He got this married. is none of our business, Devin. Let's just. Come oh, on. I just wanted to know that my fa- well, if my father was a Rolling Stone, it was before I knew about it. Okay. I'm gonna tell you, I'm down, I'm down at the bottom of the ninth, and I'm about to hit the ball. And I, I tell you, <laughs> I tell you, I'm trying to do the right thing, but the, I got this strike coming. Mm-mm-mm. If you want, if you want to hear Jamel talk about fences, 
check out our music ate my brain episode i did mention it yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on the no, confessions track i was honestly like when i went to see that movie i wasn't even trying to watch it to be honest with you i was it was a lot of jaguars news when i was back to, when i was a jaguars fan back in the day stop and huh yeah stop. and so i was like dang this is this is yo. crazy and i was like yo acted his ass off yo mm-hmm. you gotta go back to new edition Oh, yes. I'm sorry. sorry. I forgot sorry. what we were doing. I'm sorry. That's my, my, my bad. No, right, no, right, no, right. no. It's cool. I was, what are we doing? Uh, so, anyway, where are we at the uh, notes? Uh, okay. Uh, his mom goes full black woman. Uh, they, they're ignoring but they're, Bobby's mom is shut out of the circle, though. Carol, there's yeah. There's no call waiting. There's no call waiting at this point. Mm-mm. When did call waiting come to the thing? In the 90s. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. That was lit. Those three way conversations, man. Like Listen. how many hours? And then oh, your ho- and your homeboys had three way. Your homegirls had three way. Yeah, hard to like. Right. Like, you call your friend. Hold on, real quick. Let me call Keisha real quick. Right. Well. And then you be you know answer the phone. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry for you. It would probably be Becky. It's fine. Oh, I was gonna be. I was gonna be like like Royce, but. Oh well, okay. Also, uh, anyway, never mind. Uh, well, you must on. know Keisha. Or is it a Lakeisha? I'll try. I, I don't think I ever knew a Keisha. I have a cousin named Keisha. Mm-hmm. Is she, is she, oh, I was gonna say, is she a is she a beautiful black woman? She's a cousin, and she is a beautiful black woman. Uh-huh. Give her my digits. Uh, I'm, I'm, call, I'm calling for you, cousin. All right, so uh, we learned about we go to Mike learning uh, about LA Gear at mm. Fast Break Productions. We got the the same guy. I we still don't know this guy's name. Uh yeah, we just gonna let's just call him uh uh David parental guardian, <laughs> parental guardian David. He's telling him, hey man, Gary thinks you're smart. He was telling the LA Gear people about you. He's like, what the fuck is LA Gear? Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, some shoe shit. Granted, mm. LA Gears were the shit. Did y'all were those yes. the light up shoes? Did you have yes. some? Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was it was literally lit. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally lit. Uh, so. Uh, Mike, yeah, Mike takes it upon himself. He's like, I need to learn the the business side of things, and he goes up into Gerald's office. Is it Gerald? Tank. Yeah. Uh, Tank. Yeah. He goes up to his office and like, I want answer. He's like, Look, nigga, who you stepping to? <laughs> like, he's come like, on, Tank, me. stop it. He he really did that for. He really did it for. You coming for, in for my Pearson. office like that? Who right, you think he you, only like, take, take, shush. To talk, talk, to talk tough. Oh, yo, like, I have to, I have to backtrack because you have in your notes a really good point that the um that I wanted to mention, um, um, and you know I always have to mention when you actually make good points. Um, when the moms are pl- <laughs> when the moms are all on the telephone and stuff like that, and um, Bobby's mom couldn't get through, so mm-hmm. it was like she was singing Mr. Telephone Man. Ooh. Nice. There's something wrong with my life. Yeah, see, it was like a baby's number. It was like a, it was like a parallel almost. You know what nice. I'm saying? Yes. I just thought that was a very, very good way that the um that the show editors did that. That was really, really cool. I'm sorry. Keep going. Uh, breaking mm-hmm. into offices. Right. So he's like, now that I asserted my dominance, follow me. Let me tell you the truth, Mike. And so he's like, uh. Fast, be- fast Break Productions is just code name for Gary. He's mm-hmm. stealing all your money. Mm-hmm. Everything that, that, that comes into your pocket mm-hmm. goes into his first. Mm-hmm. You a slave, nigger. <laughs> and... He didn't say the ER. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. 
that's what I, that's what you I heard. You probably said the A though. Oh <laughs> right, right. And Mike's like, that's not fair. He's like, did you read your contract? He's like, what's a contract? He was just like, but it don't matter. He told us what. Biv, come on. Yeah, Juwan, what do you think about um, Mike learning the harsh truths of what the music business really is? It was necessary for him to for him to do that, and also I saw. I saw that scene as the as like the beginnings of Michael Bivens, the business fan. Michael Bivens, mm-hmm. the music the music mogul. Mm-hmm. Um, what I guess I did not necessarily like about it, what I kind of simultaneously liked and disliked about it was that um, Gerald knew this was going on, but he did not take a bit. And if he knew it was going on and he thought it was wrong, that he should have took a bigger hand at um, nurturing these kids. Um, and kind of like put a stop to put a stop to it, but I think that Gerald comes across as a type of dude, as a type of guy that like, hey, you have to learn the hard way about this business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I agree too. I thought it was interesting because it was almost like he was snitching on Gary, and mm-hmm. but he wasn't because he knew about it the whole time. So I was just like, well, what's the motivation behind him saying? Is it was it? I think it was maybe I'm coming up. I'm pulling this out of my ass um i think maybe what it was was he was waiting he didn't think the kids were ever gonna get it mm-hmm. he didn't think the kids were ever gonna like understand the business or even do their research and when one of them did it was just like all right fine you know what let me clue you in and maybe you can get a come up off of this and i mean that's the only thing i got well well you kind of see that that um get um, Gerald and um, um, whoever was teacher Campbell's Lou. husband, Lou. Yeah, Lou. That they don't really have much um, admiration or respect for Gary. No. And and I guess maybe with all the dissension that was going on in the group, maybe Gerald kind of saw this as a cover. Mm. I was. Can, that's where, exactly where I was going. Go ahead. Where he can have, where he can like go, uh, Mike to pushing Gary out, and they officially sign to um, MC, what is it, MCA? Yes. And, mm-hmm. and that that he can like have, like basically cut out the middleman, and I can instead of getting whatever little whatever cut I'm getting from um, from um, Gary, I can go ahead and have these, I'll have all the guys under my wing, and plus he's gonna have Bobby. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as we find out later on, I think this is mm-hmm. more or less trying to like say, "Hey, uh, I can come up off of this too." Mm-hmm. I agree. I see. I see what you're saying on that. That's exactly what I was going. What I was going to use is a prequels reference, where in the third uh, uh, Re- Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. uh, the Emperor has uh, Anakin kill Count Dooku so he can replace him and be his new Padawan. You mean the only or, good prequel? apprentice? Uh, yeah, they're all good, sir. Ooh, the only, the only good prequel. The the point is he he make and not Padawan because that would be a Jedi, but he makes him become his new apprentice because he has yeah, him do his dirt. So somewhere, I, yeah. right. So it's it's like he's like okay, come on to the dark side, Mike. And I feel mm-hmm. like he did that for the whole group. He's like, you know what? I had y'all back when Gary did, and mm-hmm. he's just using that, and so he lets the hate flow through them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go to Bobby. Uh, he's watching them on Soul Train. And uh, he's doing that that white horse, that booger sugar, that white and, girl. Huh? Relax. Keep going. Relax. Uh, and, he, and we get 
fight you. And we get that, Becky. that that mom that move. That snow bunny. With, with, stop this! That white girl. I'm sorry. It's rude for me <laughs> to interrupt. The mom interrupts. The mom. The mom comes in. She does that black mom when you got your door closed and she slides it open on you. And you're like, mom, I could have been beating my knee. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> or, or that could have been just, is that just me? I don't know. I'm not a dude. I don't have meat to beat. Flicking so. your bean. Flicking your bean. Is that it? No, you're not going to say No, I'm, bean. first of all, my mom, I knew, I know my mom and I know my mom will come into my room anytime she wants. Like, I wish I would be like, can you knock first? My mom would be like, this is my house. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to knock in my house. You knock in my house, mm-hmm. so I don't. Mm-mm. That was, but you know, Twine, my, you know what I'm saying. You trying to have special uh, alone time, and your mom might open that door on you slowly, and you're like, "Ha! Ah, what are you doing, woman?" No, I had a lock on my door. Well, yeah, but sometimes you get the mood strikes, and you don't for, you forget to turn that turn that button. All right, let's keep going. Uh, All right. Anyway, can't help me out, nigga. Anyway, uh, he's like, let me put these drugs away, these narcotics. These white girls. Stop it. And no. she's like, you have a visitor downstairs. Who did you think the visitor was, Jamel? Honestly, you want me to tell the truth? I do. I thought it was Whitney. Oh, no. <laughs> Every time, I had a, every time they had a Bobby scene, I was just like, is Whitney going to be there? I, I thought it was Whitney. Juwan, who did you think it was going to be? I thought it was going to be Ralph. Oh, okay. All right. That's a, that's a good thought. I had no clue. I was like, is it a drug dealer? I have no idea. It kind of is. <laughs> From a white Because uh, he has a, we, we go down, it's, uh, what's his name? Gerald? He's telling him yeah. he has a leaver's members clause and basically offers Bobby a chance to get his life on the right track, kind of. Mm-hmm. And I'm asking you again, does he care about Bobby or is this just a way to make money off of him? I think it's a little bit of both. I think he, mm-hmm. um, you or know, because he has to offer this. Yeah. He's probably trying to, you know, um, he probably does feel good about getting black kids out the hood. I think that's true, but he also is thinking more about his own pockets and the end game. And he can he realizes he's he probably heard about that crowd that was going crazy over Bobby when he was showboating and stuff. I'm sure. Bobby, I'm sure. As Juwan said earlier, Bobby is a great performer. You can mm-hmm. absolutely market that. So I think it was a bit of both. Mm-hmm. Juwan, what did you think? Yeah, I agree with Jamil. I think it was a little bit. Of, I think it was a little bit of um, both, um, in that that he could um, he can still make his money. He can still nurture this young talent, and he can still and can he saw. I think he saw something in Bobby, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and not that it's bad. That it's both, but um, that I I just I I did like the scene as it played out. Yep. Okay. I agree. Yeah, I agree with you. Too. Let's go to Boston, mm-hmm. 1987, the best year in this in this uh, that was ever created. Because you know why? Your boy was born. I was like, well, did I turn two? Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so we go to Zena. <laughs> she tells Ralph that he needs I to don't ever do that again. <laughs> what? You, you never saw uh, Zena Warrior Princess? I have, but that was just so terrible. 
Is that what she did? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, I was about to say, you, you made me feel oh, like I wasn't so, doing it. This is so crazy. And so, uh, she tells her to think big, boo, like a supportive black woman. She is and... She is a faithful black woman. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you know what he tells her? Make me a sandwich, bitch. She, he, he was horrible. That was not sensitive right. at all. Well, as I pointed out, he is not a feminist because he thinks of her as property and not yeah, as a woman and mm-hmm. an individual. And I was appalled by his behavior. And you know he was an unfaithful black man because he participated in that um, mm-hmm, orgy mm-hmm. last mm-hmm. in the last one. Right, having his Be- dick all and out. That was you know what? Really, I didn't like that because like she was being real supportive and stuff like that. It was like, oh man, you should really try and you know do this thing. You know, you have the talent to do that. Like everything. And she was just, and he was just like, man, shut up. And find the dishes so you can make me a sandwich. I was just like, damn. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't here for that episode, but I, but yeah, I wanted to make a comment that if they, in that episode with that little orgy, it was really booty talk 26 up in that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. talk about it! Yes. Yes. Oh, it was so yes. nasty. Like, I, I could smell <sighs> the room. Oh my God. Yeah. It had there to was a there was this one time where I uh, brought a young lady over. Oh my I, God, I are you about it. to tell an orgy story? <gasps> Don't edit this out, I'm ready. <laughs> it's not an orgy story. But no I made I made a girl breakfast in bed and like I put like rose petals all over the room and stuff. And then like, it, huh? Sensitivity. What'd you say? Oh yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> later that day, my homies came by and they come in the room and I'm like, good God, what happened here? And like, it was just like... <laughs> Oh, it was you like let the stank out, right? It was just like it was like bacon and sex in the room. So I just imagined it smelling like that. By the way, uh, true story: my friend actually ate that bacon. We still make fun of him to this day. What's wrong well, with the bacon? Well, it was sex bacon. Did the bacon have any sex juices on it? I hope not. But we weren't. Never mind. I mean, the if point... you put the bacon in another room, then it's fine. Hey, it was. It was part of the breakfast platter that I was serving to the young lady. Okay. I see what well, you're saying, but I'm, oh, okay. I'm saying it's bacon. Well, I think that's, I think, Juwan, would you eat sex bacon? It's not sex uh, bacon. It's not, I don't eat, I, I don't eat um, Oh, bacon I forgot you're, bacon. you're, you're a casual. Uh, I forgot. Well, I was going to say, well, Devin, if I'm ever on week at five, then I will have to tell some stories. Oh, I, about I what? Make, I have to make a, Origin I'll make stories? a suggestion. I'll make a suggestion offline. Okay, all right, my nigga. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I think I just told too much anyway. You did. Um, don't edit that out, though. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, uh, let's go to Mike making moves out here. Oh, man. And he, he fires uh, Gary. He ordered and... his food to go. Right? That was glorious. He you called like, ahead. Right. You that was glorious. He's like, yeah, put it yes, on his. Yes, I did. On his. Yes, put it on. He's paying for it, darling. I mean, it's like, like you know, he has all of our money anyway, so right, right. <laughs> yep. And then, and then Joel's like, "How are the kids?" <laughs> like, I mean, you know like, how the kids are. He's like, "You oh, know God. they're fine." But the part that actually bothered me—I know y'all aren't really going to pay attention to this—but they were playing this great value version of uh, Beethoven's Fur Elise on the piano in the background, and it was terrible. The piano music that was playing in the restaurant. I'm, I know I'm a music nerd for this, but like it was horrible. Well, I know and what like, the caption Elise kept is, but... saying that it was Fair Elise, and I was just like, "That's not Fair Elise. This is, this is, this is trash." 
Is it chopping? Well, now that you mention it, because I know what Feral Lisa is, so now that you mention it, then yes, it is trash, because that was not for me. It was trash. I learned how to play that shit. Oh, God. 1999. Mm. So I'm very familiar with that song, and it's like, God, Jesus, it was bad. It was bad. Just trust me on this, Devin. Oh, okay. I I learned how to play Silent Night on the piano once. Was it with one finger? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's the extent of my pianist skills go. I don't Actual, know it, no, you do. Pianist is correct. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's move on to Ralph. Uh, he plays the homies. Uh, his dream album, and Ricky tells him, "Uh, we're not Phil Collins, and you don't play the drums." Yeah. <laughs> and, that was so and, silly, but real. And then. And then Ralphie tells Ricky, hey, didn't you always want to see him lead, nigga? I took the juice from you. I'm trying to give you some back. <laughs> and he tells Ronnie, you should be a male model. And Mike always out right here with a briefcase. I'm trying to help y'all. Help me help y'all. But it didn't come off that way. Uh, yeah. Was it in the, was he in the wrong for this? Why, if he was? Jamel? I didn't. I didn't. Uh, the way that he did this was just not cool. Like, Ralph really did it like, hey, so I'm doing this solo album. Okay, thanks. And the, even then, when he was just like, man, we can be like Phil Collins and the such and such. Like, no, nigga, you're New Edition. It's not about to be Ralph Tresvant and New Edition. That's not cool, man. You can't right. just elevate yourself. It was just like, okay, I don't know if you've ever seen the Temptations uh, movie, Devin, but it was no, basically like when he was, uh, when dude was just like, I'm David Ruffin and these are the Temptations. <laughs> like, that's not cool, man. You can't do that. And if you're just gonna go go solo, like, and just tell them, just they went over there. They went over to Ralph Tresvant's house to talk about new possibilities and getting a new manager. And Ralph Tresvant was just like, "So here's the solo album. What you think?" Like that, nah, man. That's not cool. And does he make up the idea of Bell, Biv, and DeVoe at this point? Who, Mike? Ralph. I mean, he basically tells them y'all should be Bell, Bill, and DeVoe. Like, I feel like that's what he was saying. Inadvertently. Yeah, inadvertently, yeah. <laughs> it was real. I, Ralph was real raggedy. It, it was mm-hmm. very raggedy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did not like that, that he kind of, because like Jamel said, they were coming over there in unity mm-hmm. to try to, to try to uh, carve a new direction for the, for where the group should go. And, Ralph, who is someone that had purported himself to be all about this group mentality, mm-hmm. is going to say, well, hey, on the low, I recorded this solo album, and I'm going to play this shit for y'all, because fuck, because I'm trying to go out here and do my own thing, and you know, y'all should be down for me, which, in, in retrospect to later things that happened, on, happened in this series, he kind of maybe had a point, he did. but in, in the way that he presented it, it was just it, it was just real fucked up. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I, like it was bad. And then he was just like, "You can listen to my song as I as you guys leave." And it was just like, "Now you're just being an asshole." And then there, and then, did you notice that the the conference continued with him like them in his living room? Like they just continued to talk about it. Like they're like, "Well, yeah, we're here now. Like, we might well, as well just finish discussing this." Right. right. So, who was it? Ricky was like, "Let me turn this soft ass shit off." That's yeah. exactly what it is. Oh, right. also, uh, Devin, I never asked you if you recognized that song. I don't know mm-hmm. if you knew if you caught that because that song never went nowhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, they did say it was whack. Uh, well, he really I only had one. He really only had one song. Yeah. <laughs> mm. 
Well, one and a half, because do what I got to do was kind of okay. Yeah. I'm sure those are things. Uh, You know sensitivity. I sent you sensitivity. Sure. You didn't listen to it? I haven't had a chance to. Okay, well, listen to it by, by the time we record the next one. I'm serious because that song you really might want to use yeah, it on the young ladies. The you need to use that on ladies, okay? Because that song is about you. She's trying to help you out. I really okay, am, right. okay, even though right, right. I shouldn't help you out at all because you be having terrible tendencies. Anyway, let me let me let me get uh. You weren't my joking, on, Devin. On Raggedy Route. So here's the thing. <laughs> There, there's, there's no problem with wanting to do this. No. It's just, don't give them a completed version. Be like, ha, ah, niggas, look what I've been doing on the side. Right. Like, you should have told you them, them, like, hey, guys, I kind of want to do a solo album. I'm not leaving, but I want to do a solo album. What you guys think? Yeah, and that's it. That, that This whole thing is avoided. They're not going to say, don't do that. Mm-mm. If they do, if you you, tell you're them, in like, the clear. Listen, yeah, if you just tell them, listen, hey, I'm not leaving the group, but I just really want to do a solo album. And if you want, the good thing about having a woman is you can blame it on her. Like, look, wifey pushing it. Like, she really want me to do this. And you know, I ain't trying to trip, bro. You know how she is. Honestly, like, I'm not going to cuss you out for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the best part about having an old lady is you blaming stuff on it when you don't really want to do shit. I have blamed my husband on plenty of things. Oh, That's what that's what you do. Like, like uh, you know, my husband, nah, I can't go. Sorry. Right, right. <laughs> We could come over. Oh, damn! You know, old girl tripping, bro. Like she said, I don't spend time with her. Man, my husband. Uh, he he kind of wants now. Nah, he kind of wants to just be just us tonight. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. I'm asleep. <laughs> right. I just well, don't want to go out. Wife is just, right, right. All the time. Yeah, that's what you do. You, you, you blame your significant other. Yeah, that's that's in the contract. And I told I, I not... told I told my husband that I did that. He was just like, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, he's a better man than me because I'd be like, what you told on me? Like, what? <laughs> like, you got people out here thinking I'm doing stuff? Because like, that, you're just so me. conceited. With a T. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, Words are hard. So, yes, uh, let's go to Gerald telling Ralph uh, that we need to hold on to this, this solo shit that mm-hmm. you got. Because uh, it's not that great. This, right. We're going to push this new edition album first. Mm-hmm. Then that'll get you hot in these streets. Then we'll, we'll Then we'll focus on you. Mm-hmm. And do you trust me? And Ralph's like, nah, I really don't. He's like, well, look, you're going to have to because that's that's what your job is. You you owe me an album, nigga, and you're going to give it to me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, damn, I should have took that money from Disney. And he's Six like... Six million. Mm-hmm. And my, my only thought was, damn, Ralph's dumb as fuck. What did you yeah. think about that, Juwan? He was dumb, but, like, just knowing the trajectory of Ralph's career and I'm sure we'll get into it mm-hmm. with the third the third part mm-hmm. but <laughs> yeah but um I don't know if it would have made it I basically I really do not know that it would have made any difference whether it came Never out then or it, made. <laughs> it came out now no Isn't that a gospel song? because of yeah, reason, and you were right because of reasons that we'll get to in the third in the, in the third chapter but mm-hmm. I don't think it would have made. I don't think it would have made any difference whether Ruth like, you know, Carlos came out. That damn whack ass song, "Living on a Dream" or whatever it was. Yeah. Nah, yeah. man, that wasn't gonna go nowhere. The funny Tank thing is, I feel like doing. I feel like the six million was up front, and that's what at least that's what I feel was implied. 
Yeah, okay. If he had gotten it, yeah, if he had gotten it up front, then I mean, I probably would have taken that, but that you better put that into like some type of like uh fast growing interest heavy uh savings account because But you know like, <laughs> I mean 6 million is a lot now. Imagine how much that was in the 80s. That was a lot in the 80s. I guarantee you. You know, you're right. But what I'm saying is that's all you ever going to probably get. Mm-hmm. I could album. live off six. I could, I could live off six mil for the rest of my life. Can you? How long now do you, you plan to live? Well, uh, I could drop dead tomorrow, to be quite honest. So. So you know morbid. what? Well, <laughs> this just got so morbid. <laughs> we're we're all well, Jamel. We're all waiting for the zombie apocalypse or yeah. nuclear warfare or you know a meteor to strike this motherfucker. So mm-hmm. we all go. We gonna go together. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I, all right, I, Minneapolis. You don't know this. I'm a cheap. I'm a cheap guy. I'm just gonna put that out there. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. So Ralph uh, get the six million. He says he's gonna pay you in cheese. Ralph was dumb. All right, Minneapolis, 1987. Uh, we get inter- introduced to these clown ass niggas in zoot suits. Like, who were these niggas? That was Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. They are extremely, extremely good producers. Mm-hmm. They uh, worked with Janet Jackson like in the eighties, and they're with pretty control. much responsible for most of her extremely huge hits. They wrote them. Apparently, apparently, she did music before. I heard that. <sighs> Devin. I'm just saying, like I've heard she did music. I don't know. She had that really one video Devin? where her and Mike, her and Michael looked the same in that one video. That was kind of scary, but whatever. The, oh, scream, scream, yeah, yeah. It made me want to. Pleasure, you don't know pleasure principle. Pleasure you don't principle. Know rhythm, rhythm nation. Uh, 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 Again, uh, I didn't start listening to music till 2002, sir. Do you at least know any time, any place? That should be on your baby making list. You motherfucker. You are I horrible. Nothing. I got nothing for you. All right, so these guys are good is what you're saying. They're extremely good. Yes. Well, we get the line of the episode because we're going to change that candy girl into a chocolate woman. And mm-hmm. I said, Tasha, because uh, You I probably said that's disgusting because black women are terrible. That's probably what you really said, <laughs> but... I'm trying to, I'm trying to be good and you, and you derailing us. Because like, I, I know you weren't pre-show. joking. Call back to the pre-show. Right, I love black women. Are you lying? A Jace. But the point is... <laughs> exactly. Is that that line was dope, though. No, I mean, it wasn't like, dope to you. But to you, you enjoyed it. Hmm? Did you enjoy being a candy girl to turn into a chocolate woman? Did Wonderful. Listen, I'm never going to be chocolate a day in my life, but I'm going to pretend like I am. But... Yeah, what would you be? Like, you're not even caramel. What are no, you just No, I'm not like? caramel. Um... Honey. Creamer. That's like usually what my ma- my makeup says, honey. Oh, okay. Juwan, uh, did you mm-hmm. do you want a uh, candy girl to a chocolate woman? Was that a were you a fan of that line? Yeah, it was pretty good line because he mm-hmm. likes black women. Yes. Why? I'm just mother. That was a, no. You're not playing. Joke. You're not joking. <laughs> that was a joke. I remember me to tell you something off the show. Because uh, you're not joking. So, you're going to no. tell me I wasn't joking. Black women are terrible. That's what you're going to say. Uh, no, it wasn't. Uh, I don't believe Ralph, you. Ralph walks in. is like, whose man's is this? Right, and because Johnny's like, there. Yeah, they really. just pan the camera to Johnny. Like, we got my boy JG there. And he's just sitting there with his, his uh, Jerry curl. Like, hi, guys. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm just, and Johnny's like, I don't know what the, the hostility is. I'm just, I'm just here, here to get... sing. I'm just here to sing. Right. 
Like, I thought you knew. Man. Right. Man, Mike, Mike, called, Mike called me. I don't know what was going on. I thought you right, guys, right. Yo, you guys didn't talk. Listen, y'all let me know when you guys are ready to start. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. really looked like kind of like a goofball. Was like, hi guys. Right. I don't want to cause trouble. I just just here to sing. Hey, Ralph's like, I'm not splitting my way my money unless Bobby's in the uh, group. And so mm-hmm. the four of us is new edition. He storms out, and I felt like he was crying in the car. Oh, I have thoughts on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll get right, into so, that in the next scene. Uh, all right. So uh, hold on. Where are we at? Jesus, man. Uh. We go to the studio. Johnny singing his ass off. His entire black ass off. Yep. And he is killing it. And Ralph is like, bruh, you can sing. And I'm like, I thought we already noticed that. Here's but they the bond over... Huh? I'm so sorry to cut you off. But not mm-hmm. really, because you don't like black women. So, um... Oh <laughs> anyway, oh you're just gonna have to convince the listeners that, uh... That you were joking. Because right now, this black woman don't believe you. I love... Look, you're light-skinned, so you're in the clear. I'm black, though. Oh, okay. But I... You know what? I'm not gonna say that. Because... Don't say that. I didn't say it. I, I you told are, you I would change bad. it. Cuss the fuck out. That's I was, bad. I told I you I would change. Seriously, man. cuss you out. I would change, man. I told you this. You know you're not. But anyways, uh, okay. Oh the thought that I have on this, yes. um, child, listen, <laughs> Ralph. Did you see his face when um Johnny was singing his? entire black ass off yes he was terrified Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. terrified because ralph's little sensitive Mm -hmm. delicate ass voice could not compete with johnny gill's powerhouse grown ass man voice that song boys to men is literally about ralph tresvant to johnny gill because johnny gill has a grown ass voice Mm-hmm. That's a grown man voice, and Ralph Tres fans out here, you know, with the most gentle and delicate, delicate voice, and you know, he can sing. He can sing, There's but I'm just saying, it, it wasn't a grown ass man voice. Mm. He wasn't a vine, is what you're saying. He wasn't who? A vine. Who? It's a grown ass man working on it. Never heard of it. Oh my god. I know who Avant is, but this is how you make everybody else feel. I just wanted you to feel. Oh, that. so you do know that song? No, I don't know that song, but I know oh, who Avant listen, is. L- listen, listen to We Got Five Baby making music. It might no. be on there. What? Why would you want me to listen to it? You don't like black women, so why should we support you? Uh, Juwan, thoughts thoughts on, on the scene between Johnny Gill and Ralph? I really liked it. I I liked the conversation that they had. I I do agree with Jamil how Ralph was totally petrified, terrified that he was getting replaced, which he was, and, <laughs> and, 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 and hold this L. <laughs> exactly. Um, That's exactly what you told black women to do. Hold, 
the the why, fun. Why you do this? <laughs> but I did like the cover. I did, of course, like I said, I liked how they came together. How they kind of like found some kind of common ground with e- with each other. And did y'all catch? You know, and Jamie may mentioned it, but she broke up a little bit. But did y'all catch that little shade that um, that Johnny threw this Stacey Lattice? Oh yes, yes. Because she was going to say he was too black for her. So is she is she. She's light skinned. She's lighter than me. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's lighter than I am. She's very, very light. So her light skin privilege was on on display? Well, apparently it was her mom. This is all allegedly. And I read about this today uh, because Stacey Lattisaw and I think the rest of her family came out and was just like, nah, that's that's not true. So, were they fucking? Who? What? Johnny and, and her. They were together. They were, yeah, they were a couple. Okay, so she, he he she, he was with her. Yeah, right. he was with that her, and was I, I well, he I guess from what you gather, I mean, when you watch the show, is that yeah, he was, um, you know, his mom was acting like Devin, and was saying that oh no, he's too dark. I can't, you know, we can't abide by that. So, because uh, you know, Devin don't like dark people, <laughs> and what is, um, what is wrong with you? I'm just saying, convince me you were joking, and I'll let you alone. But um, I was. I said convince me, but anyways, um, you're not convincing me. You're just you're oh, just I smiling. thought you, I thought you, I thought you were talking. No, I am talking actually. But uh, yes. um, but yeah, no, like I said earlier, Stacy Lattisaw is lighter than me, and Johnny That's Gill's light. a very dark skinned guy. So, I mean, it's a big spectrum, but I mean, you know, whatever, it is what it is. You know, you like what you like. Um, but mm-hmm. Stacy Lattisaw's family apparently was just like, nah, <coughs> that wasn't it at all. Like, apparently Stacy Lattisaw's husband is brown skin. And I just also thought of Devin because it was almost like they were saying, um, no, we love brown skin people. We've had three over our house. Ha! Well, you know what it also is <laughs> that... It's 2017, mm-hmm. and people love this love this miniseries. I think that she was trying to get ahead of the dragon. Yeah, that yeah. she might have that she might have that she might have took, or like, oh, oh, bitch, you was hating on him because he was dark skin. Mm-hmm. She was trying. I'm tr- I'm pretty sure that she was trying to get ahead of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was probably hating on the fact that he was with a dude. Oh, look, look, um. Look, there, I don't. When, when did um? When did us? When did um? Aww, Raul Devin. come out? When did who come I out? I don't know. No, when was Beverly Hills Cop out? Oh, nineteen eighty seven. Where are we in? Ooh, that's, that was that's thirty years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was just told this, by the way, in doing my research. So <laughs> no, that's that, like, that's that's a huge rumor that uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I was, I was like, "What? Let me Google." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that, huge rumor, so, uh, right? But yeah, <laughs> yeah, so they basically bond over Gerald telling them basically the same thing about do this album on MCA and then we'll push her solo. And he's like, "Damn, we got played." And I was like, "Yeah, you dumb." Mm. So then we go to probably the best part of the episode, yes. and it was amazing. And we get them singing their ass off. And can you stand the rain? Ooh. 
All right. Uh, what did you guys think of this scene? Juwan. On a perfect day. <laughs> that is my <laughs> shit. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so you, you were you were into it is what you're saying. Absolutely. That, like I said, that is when I became aware of the new edition when I became musically inclined as a like as an avid music listener. So, and I really, I really enjoy like a ballad. And to me, that is one of the classic R&B ballads, you know, that I can remember. So I really love, I really love It was actually a song I knew. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Jamel, uh, your thoughts on this scene. I wanted to give you time to gather yourself. No. Um, Yeah. First of all, a couple of things. Um, the Nehu thing, right? Uh, we're going to get into it more on part three, but, well, I'll save that. I'll save it. I'll save it. But yeah, no, this is clearly, no, uh, Devin, you have a lot of things wrong, especially about your distaste for black women, but this best part (laughs) of the episode was correct. This was the best part of the episode because I tell you what, those actors sang their asses off. They, they like, really did. Those actors sang right. their entire black asses off. It was glorious. Like, mm-hmm. Luke James, the guy that plays um, uh, Johnny Gill, like, he is amazing. And it was funny. Nailed because, it. Yeah, yeah, he did. It was funny because, um, like, when they were recording it and uh, the, uh, Johnny Gill was going off when they were singing and stuff, like, I don't know if you guys noticed, but the rest of them were just looking at Johnny Gill like, that boy good. Like, like especially that boy's good. That, that Ricky Bell just kept looking at Johnny Gill like, God damn. Right. Because, yeah. <laughs> uh, I hate to say it, but they leveled up when, um, when they got Johnny Gill. Mm-hmm. They leveled mm-hmm. up. Because much, much like Juwan, I, I started paying attention, well, I was like three, but like, I started paying attention to, new edition when can you stand the rain came out like i remember mm-hmm. that i remember that so mm-hmm. yeah no it was it was right, glorious and right. they sang so perfectly it was wonderful and then it, it just reinforces the fact that because you get this grown ass just beautiful like butter voice from johnny gill and then i was said because i need some <laughs> Like, oh, come on, man. What? It, it sounded oh, good, Lord. though. It did sound very good, it but it was just two separate voices. You get yeah, all it, the perfect day. Like, because I need somebody. <laughs> Even Ricky had more more uh, oomph to it. Damn. Uh, yeah, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my only thing about it was... Um, there's a bunch of niggas singing in the studio with a bunch of candles lit. And I was like, why? That was weird. That was what? weird. Why are the candles lit? Like, what are the candles what, about? What, like, what is it? What is happening? Maybe they want, who's in charge? Not, maybe they wanted to sit the, maybe since it was a ballot, I'm going to give, I'm going to give benefit of the doubt to maybe, um, Jim and, and Terry. Maybe that was a mood setting thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Juwan, yeah. again, we're a group, the three of us. Jamel's right. not out. She's, not, she's out at this point. She's uh, mm-hmm. we we just laying down the, the backup, the vocals or whatever. She's not in there. You going we gonna sing with a room with candles lit? Are you kicking me right. out because I'm a black woman and you don't like mm-hmm. black women? A- that is accurate. 
I'll be like, Juwan, we got to get her black ass up out of here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take the light skin. That, like we, now I know you're joking. Okay, but there we go. don't like black yeah. women, though. You know you're my tag team partner. We're going, we going for the titles. No, uh, I'm a black woman, okay. so you don't like us. You're right. But yeah, are we singing with with candles lit, me and you? Not me and you, no. It, okay then, that's what I'm saying. There's no excuse. No excuse. I see, wh- I see where you were going with that. That shit, that shit bothered me. Because it's just like... It was weird. What? It was weird. What is going on? And they're like, guys, it was great. Play it back. But I mean, it was, like, it was good, though. It was, <laughs> it was really very good. good. It was. I wonder how many takes it. I wonder how many takes it was. I want to listen to every one of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, we go to the heartbreak photo shoot in 1988. Why do photographers and... keep trying to get them to smile? Why do they keep trying to for, trying for them to smile? I don't. I don't know. But uh, you have to be happy, tell... black guys. Right. Ricky tells them that they finally made it. Like yeah. this is the moment. That they are like those groups that they looked up to. Mm-hmm. And Johnny's like, you guys have been like the best forever. I love you, Mr. Telephone Man, or whatever he said. Mm-hmm. was a hit. He's like, it's still a hit, nigga. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, you're right. Uh, and, it's, and it's fun because they actually get the bond over actually getting paid for an album. Yes. Yes. So... I mean, it took 1990, 19, 1998, 1988 before they actually were being made whole on an album. How crazy Nearly is that? Nearly 10 years. Right? Wow. Like, Any Heartbreak was a very good album, too. Uh, 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 yes. Uh, so there, we go to practice for the tour, and we get Tisha's husband coming in, and he's like, look, man, the tour is going to do great. It's going to do numbers. Uh, by the way, Bobby's joining you. We'll see you tomorrow night. What were y'all thoughts on this, Jamil? First of all, the way that they all looked when um, it was like when when he said Bobby Bobby's performing because he said it was just like oh by the way type thing and like they all looked like that Mr. Krabs meme where like (laughs) they were just like oh oh god oh god because they all knew I mean probably I mean. Johnny Gill probably did. He was just like, oh, okay, that's great. Like, cause you know, he don't, he don't know. <laughs> and I, it's just right. so funny. Cause I, I was joking about this with my friend Travis. Like whenever they do like studio sessions and shit like that with Johnny there, like the rest of the group is probably like, well, normally this is about the time where we have to uh, fight Bobby, but uh, I guess our schedule is cleared up. You guys want to, you know, get something to eat or something? <laughs> Like, but uh, you know, we'll see more of that uh, next next uh, uh, next episode. But um, I also thought it was kind of interesting. You know, they do rag on each other because, like, um, they were talking about, I guess, like some of the sound people and some of the instrumentalists. And Johnny was just like, "Listen, I know some people. You know, we can get some um, folks up there." And Mike was like, "Uh, "You the new new? Mm -hmm. You don't make decisions." And Johnny was just like, "Oh, that's cute." Because uh, you're the least talented one in the group, so. Right. And, and but they like, were all joking. You are right. I mean, he <laughs> is right. He is right. Because his whole contribution to Can You Stand the Rape? Come on, baby. Let's go get wet. That was it. Is that code? Huh? Is that code? No. Uh, no. Oh, he's not saying drip, drop, drippity, drop, drop, drop? It was more so because of the song. Oh, okay. I. I Can't I tell that the sister, though. Huh? Can't set up the sisters. I'm like, well, my hair don't don't do good in water. <laughs> well, if she has curly hair. I don't know. Okay. All right. 
Uh, yeah, but yeah, that was that was great. Where he was like, yeah, like you knew here, bro. But you 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 can't you can't do shit though. But I will like to say like this entire like I didn't really put it in my notes. But this entire part was everybody basically shading Mike and say you have no talent. Yeah. Like this whole episode, Bob, mm-hmm. like the first fight between Bobby and him is Bobby saying this nigga can't sing. I don't even know why y'all even asking him to do better. This, mm-hmm. He's doing his best he could. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it was really the whole episode them telling him you might want to have a a, a thought uh, ex escape plan because mm-hmm. you're not gonna do well, sir. No. So, no. Yeah. So that is it. Uh, that will wrap up uh, this part. But we do have some feedback, Jamel. Would you like to read the feedback? I would love to read the feedback. Uh, ladies and uh, gentlemen, please send your questions, comments, and no concerns to the Cortent Parts Podcast group on Facebook. Uh, you will see us. You can interact with us. You can leave feedback, kick it, do whatever you want. Uh, so we have just one little piece of feedback, and it is from Liz. Hey, boo. That's why. Okay, here it is. Mm-hmm. All right, she says, I am loving this miniseries so much. It's been great to get to know these guys and see all the shit they went through. I was irrationally angry that Bobby Brown, Bobby Brown got to be the most successful solo act. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, I mean, it makes sense. Is he the most successful? Um, yes. Johnny Gill was probably a close second. Oh, wow. I mean, because okay. Johnny Gill did numbers, right. but like... Bobby I think Brown Bobby, Bobby had a... Uh, I mean, had... So he got... So it was a blessing that he got kicked out. Right, yeah. I guess you could say that. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. like, but, Bobby Brown sang and danced, but Johnny Gill, like, he he just sang. Of course he could dance because clearly he was with New Edition, but, like, it was, you know, he, you know, it, it, plus, you know, he didn't, he it, wasn't on that white girl. I'm so. going to interject my, mm-hmm. my uh, right, I just want to interject my favorite uh, Bobby Brown song was um, the one he did for the Ghostbusters soundtrack. Oh God, I, I love really that enjoy. song. All I know is it get that was my shit. That was a good I got, song. I got nothing for y'all. But yeah, anyways, um, it just seemed like he got rewarded for his bad behavior instead of punished. Ultimately, I mean, mm-hmm. you're you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, I was cheering when Biv ordered that meal uh, to go after firing, firing Gary. Yes. Can't wait to hear your thoughts and watch episode three. Thanks, Liz. Thank you very much. That's why you're my favorite. And because you are a wonderful white woman. <laughs> I'm sure she is a wonderful I'm woman. I'm sure she is. She's lovely. I've, I've, I've podcasted with Liz and I have nothing bad to say about her. Did you want to have, you know, say anything to black women before we leave? Mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm just, sure? I told I told you I love y'all. Are you telling I the love, truth? Yes. You're my tag team partner and you're black. You're a black woman. Okay. I actually mm-hmm. believed you when you said yes. I don't know if you're getting better at lying or not, but. Oh, now I'm looking at your face. It's, it's, it's a man thing I've seen, isn't it? So are you lying? Huh? Are you lying? <laughs> no, of course not. Now I think you're I, lying. I adore you. I'm talking about all black women. Oh, right. Them too. As a collective whole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you know you Tasha did. from Power is included in that group. Uh, yes. 
Oh God! Not... Stop getting your voice so low. I'm just saying. Even did not Guerrero. Come on, man! Don't one step at a time, bro. One step at a time. Like oh. I can respect black women and still not find her attractive. That Which, is very way, true. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's because... not because she's a, a dark. Well. No, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say she's that. the same color as Tasha. Yeah, it's not. It's not her skin color that I don't find her attractive. You just don't just find her features attractive at all. Now, I, I disagree that... with that, but I'm glad that you that you said that it's not because she's dark skin. Now I that woman, to hear you said that that security guard from Civil War that's that's built like a brick shit house. Oh, oh. yeah. I will fuck the dog shit out of her. Oh, you. <laughs> oh, move or you will be moved. Mm-hmm. I knew you mm-hmm. would like her. Mm-hmm. Did you just shudder? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thinking about. <laughs> Take us out of here, Javelle. I got things to do. Wrap it up. Take us out of here. I'm sorry, I was blown I got, away. Got... Uh, you just see my face right Why now. am I taking? Okay, whatever. Um, all right. Well, if you want to find us, thank. First of all, thanks for listening. Um, Devin really does like black women. We just brag on him a lot but he really mm-hmm. does like black women um i just want you know the listeners to know so we don't lose 95 percent of our listeners so it's fine um i love them uh juan how can we find you so listeners you can um email us at etopod at gmail.com that is e is an edgar t is in tom o is an oscar p is a peter o is an oscar d is in david at gmail.com um if you would like to call us and leave us a voicemail you can do so at area code 205-304-1655 I made a 205 because I'm a Bama nigger. So you can uh, call us and leave us a voicemail. You can Notice also. Notice the ER on the end of that. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at J A Y T E E D E E. Talk about it. Devin, where can they find you? Just hit me up at, at Devin Lamar. With two R's. Talk about it on Twitter. You can also find me on Twitter at Jamel Mybell. That is J A M E L L E M Y B E L L E. Don't worry about nothing else. It's none of your business, just like Juwan. So until next time, peace. Peace out. Farewell. Wait, now I've got a new edition question. Okay. Now, when you all first started splintering a little bit, Bobby uh-huh. pulled away. Bobby uh-huh. pulled away. Uh-huh. And then BBD kind of pulled away. Johnny did his little uh-huh. thing. And now Ross going to do his own thing. People are saying, still saying, I think new edition has seen its final days. Well, nah. Well, Let's can they set show, that straight. Can answer the album question, though? Go ahead, what wait. She just finished that. Yeah, but which question do you want us to answer well, first? Well, let's 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 go with back to the album question first. Okay, Ron, you want to BBD. So Ralph, yeah, so Ralph, you sit tight. I'm gonna wait for that about okay. the BBD thing. Okay. Um, that was an idea that wasn't brought up by by us. It was an idea that was brought to us by Jimmy Jam and Terry okay. Lewis back uh, when we were rounding up the Heartbreak tour in Los Angeles. Jimmy came to uh, Jimmy Jam and came, uh, Terry Lewis came to us and said. Since um, Ralph was doing a solo project and Johnny was doing a solo project, that we should just go on ahead and form a trio thing. So it was their idea. It was something that we'd have never thought about. Why hadn't you ever thought about it, though? That's I don't know, because... because I it, was thought about, about, it was definitely thought about, but nobody felt like they was going to move on it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was something that's deep down, we could tell, 
it could work if it happened that way, but mm -hmm. nobody wanted to approach the situation because it seemed too far away. Mm -hmm. Nobody really looked at Ronnie and, and Ricky and them in the, in the group as somebody that can hold a lead singer yeah. type of role or up okay. front row. Okay. But that's that's why we decided when it was I mean when it was decided that to do it that they had to start singing and do all kind of stuff that they, people normally wouldn't expect mm -hmm. them to mm -hmm. be able to do. Yeah. And that's another thing we had to show. There's more yeah. talent in the group than just what you see, than just Bobby singing yeah. Telephone Man and Ralph doing the Cool It Now and the new Johnny Man. You know he can sing, but there's more to it than just that everybody has their role. Did you wanna... feel that people were thinking that way? Yeah. Like, well, well, oh, it's, definitely... it's all about Bobby and it's all about Johnny? And, and you think people were really thinking that way? No, I didn't say that. that question. Well, but, no, but Ralph has splintered off, too, though. Ralph has splintered no, off, no, too, I'm and saying, done something. But, I mean... It's something that I noticed was there. All right, but when, but when Bobby kind of, you know, splintered away, he did his own thing, and then when Johnny did, and there's yeah. a U4 before mm -hmm. you got approached as three. Right. Mm -hmm. Do you think that there was that feeling? Was it coming on? There well, was. Go ahead, miss. There was um, that feeling. It, what, of being left out? Yeah. <laughs> Bob <laughs> keep poking people in the neck and stuff all through the intro. Yeah, Mike. All right. On the new edition thing, I think um, us three, at different times, you know, more so me and Ronnie in the beginning stages, we kind of felt like, wow, we, we ain't the greatest singers, you know, but we could dance a little bit, mm -hmm. you know? We could rap, you know, we could hold it, hold it back. And I think with Ricky, he always had parts. You could wear a funny hat like that one right here. <laughs> Stress a look. Yeah, you so know, you he always... you had to get out there and brother, show man. it off. <laughs> All right, listen, we're going to get back to that. we got to go to a break right now. Listen, you don't want to miss it because it is definitely all happening right here, right now in video. So new edition, past and present, they're all here. And we'll be back with them right after this. Stay with us. Johnny